0: On today is Thursday, the 8th of October 2020. This is the Gap episode 537. I'm Luke Laurie. Job gore is also here. How you going, Job? How's your daylight
1: savings going? Oh, yeah. We're kicking off early. Bit weird. Weird. Well, yeah, (laughs) I suppose we we are early. I I don't know. Like, time doesn't mean anything anymore. I've been watching Shit's Creek, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, have you watched it? Was it good? I like it. You know, it's it's on the list. It's 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 an odd show. Like everyone everyone loves it, right? And I think I get why because it's just optimistic. You know, like in other sitcoms you have like some drama points and it, like and it sort of runs towards these these drama points like these classic setups like, you know, someone said something and one of the other characters heard something different. Right, and in another sitcom, this would be like it might even be like a couple of episodes. Like in Scrubs, it might be like fucking three episodes where Doctor Cox is like, "Oh, now I hate JD or some shit." Right, but in Shits hmm. Creek, right, not only do they resolve it within that same episode, but they resolve it in a positive way. They were like, they'll be like, "Oh, oh, you meant this." Oh. Well, yeah. i actually. I'm. I'm sorry that I assumed the worst of you, and you're like, "Wow, that's really nice." This, there's nothing about Shits Creek that's sort of like. I think I'm very used to, you know. Obviously, a lot of the comedy that I like, being a cynical fuckhole myself, a lot of the comedy that I like, uh, is you know, cynical. But mm. uh, it's nice to watch, watch a comedy that isn't cynical at all. It's just sort of. Nice and also genuinely funny a lot of the time. So yeah, like oh, it's just nice. Anyway, um, my point is right. That show has no concept of the passage of time, and if it was any other time, the twenty like they'll be like, ah, oh, yeah, this happened last night. And when like if you were to just if you were to go back a single scene when this this occurred, right? It would be fucking noon, right? You could see based on the shadows that it's fucking noon. But they'd be like, "Yeah, this happened last night." You're like, "It didn't happen unless, unless, unless the fucking sun works different in on on this fucking alternate like reality. Then it didn't happen at last night. Unless night is day and day is night in Shit's Creek. Then that's it. Didn't happen last night, and and it and it kills me, right? And if it was any other year than 2020, then this would bug me a lot, a lot more than just a, a passing observation. But because I've got no fucking idea, my wife woke up this morning and looked at me, and she uh, she looked so sad, and she's like, "I was sure it was Saturday." I'm like, "We've got so much further to go." <laughs> it's, it's it's not even Friday. <laughs> Like right, good lord, um, yeah. Uh, time doesn't mean anything anymore. So daylight savings, no daylight. I don't give a fuck, right? Like just whatever my fuck clock says it is, what the time is. If if it said it was night time and I was living in Schitts Creek, I'd be like, yeah, fucking fair enough. Even though the you know the sun is directly east of me right now, trying to blind me. I've got like half a curtain, just barely doing any fucking work at all. I'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. Whatever. My clock, why Hmm. would my clock lie to me? I've got to, you know, I can't prove it wrong. It's not like I was watching the second hand tick by, right? If it just suddenly switched from fucking 0923 to 2123, I'd be like, yeah, must be, must be fucking nine o'clock. Better go to bed in half an hour because I always go to bed at 10 o'clock. That's what I do. And then I wake up, fuck at four or some shit. It's fucking, you know, whatever. I don't give a fuck anymore.
0: I went to bed last night at ten o'clock. Look out. I don't usually go to bed. No, that you I was don't pretty tired. Yeah. Um, and then you, I got up at like ten thirty. <laughs> like I slept the whole way through.
1: Oh, was, you mean uh, like ten thirty the next day? Yeah. Wow. Good lord. Hmm. And that'll that'll it's tide you over out. for the next six months, right? Like you won't need to pretty much sleep now. Yeah. You go back to yeah, your regular ups. regular, scheduled, no sleep schedule. I just said schedule and schedule in one sentence. We've there we're we giving up on this podcast. Like I'm just yeah, like what fucking, is it? whatever, whatever. Next will be GIF and GIF. No, nah, it will never be GIF <laughs> and GIF, Okay, it will always be GIF. I will I'll I'll fucking go to my grave on this one. Okay. Hey, uh, must be uh, must be time for our newest segment. Mm. Spaghetti watch Where's my fucking spaghetti skittles Luke Where's my fucking spaghetti skittles Where I told
0: you I? You lost the bet you, Get lost the fuck-
1: you didn't lose the bet Now you're changing it again Holy shit You've lived in America for like one year How are you always already taking on all of their Fake fucking news. mannerisms To just yeah, To just fucking declare things to be Completely different to how they are <laughs> This is insane Where's my spaghetti Skittles? Like, where are they? It's coming. Are they? Where are they? Look,
0: they're under investigation at the moment, <laughs> so as soon as it's done, I will eat the spaghetti Skittles.
1: Unbelievable. Well,
0: anyway, what I else is going it's on? It's fake news. Um, I watched uh, Pretending I'm Superman, the oh, yeah. Tiny Hawk video game story. So, yeah. I had like a spare hour or so the other night after yep. watching... What were we watching? The... Challenger um, documentary oh, yeah, on Netflix.
1: Right. Yeah,
0: how so how to that? that wrap that one up and um, kind You're of like. looking for TV shows. So I think next up might be Fargo or um, isn't something starting next week? I don't know. Uh, uh, He'll have something starting next week. That could be it, um, because The Boys finishes this week, and uh, Fargo's just kicked off um so probably but i think fargo is one of those it's like a week to week as well right so i don't know have you do you watch fargo at all i haven't watched i watched the film
1: and really? then i watched you don't need to huh you don't need to watch the film i have watched the film and then Not i yet. watched like two episodes did we talk about this or did i talk about someone else i, can't remember. I watched like two episodes and i didn't like martin freeman in william okay. h macy's role Right. And I'm like, eh, no. <laughs> I'm not going to keep going with this. I understand that it completely departs from the film after the so, second yeah, season or some shit, but I just didn't like Martin Freeman. I'm like, like, I like Martin Freeman in a lot of things. I just didn't like him in this. He was still, do- it was like, you know how fucking him and Benedict Cumberbatch, they have the same fucking vocal coach for American accents. That's what it is. Mm. And whoever Who that Hugh is Laurie? is the fucking worst. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, she Laurie actually like by the end of house, convincing <laughs> accent, a convincing accent. Right. But uh, yeah, uh, no. Oh my god. All right, Fargo is very good.
0: You should uh, definitely watch it. Um, I'll, I'll give it an. There's another one try. season that's a bit.
1: Uh, right, I think great. Right.
0: Which one was it? It could have been the um, third season. I think it was, but the other the others are pretty good. Uh, I've enjoyed it. And then I I actually never saw the movie, so I went and watched it and quite enjoyed the movie as well. So, Yep. Um, Anyway, so basically looking for a TV series at this stage um, and uh, had it out as best. So, yeah, watched the Pretending I'm Superman documentary, which is about the Tony Hawk's pro skater video game, um, which you recommended a couple weeks back. I did. Um, Yeah, I enjoyed it. It was very good. Yeah. Um not not the best right. video game documentaries that I've watched. No. Um but it's still it's still good. Like it, it spends quite a lot of time on the sort of history of skateboarding, like the first like you know, during the like eighties and nineties, um and how sort of skateboarding was in this massive decline <clears throat> and it interviews a lot of prominent um, figures in the skateboarding scene around them. And, you know, it's, it's about them talking about how it was just sort of they weren't making any money and yeah. they were trying to reinvent the uh, the the sports and just trying to basically live and get by. And then it wasn't until Tony Hawk sort of went around and tried to pitch a skateboarding video game to a bunch of publishers and was told, like, this will never work, You're, you'll never... That like nobody wants to play these types of games, um, and then eventually, sort of teamed up with Activision, who were working on a skateboarding game, and then the two sort of combined and ended up uh, creating a uh, one of the most popular sort of video games in the, one of the most iconic sports late nineties. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, and this is something I talked about a couple of weeks ago. Whereas like, if it wasn't for the Tiny Hawk video game a lot of people wouldn't know who tony hawk was or like even that massive boom that came to skateboarding because it just like ignited that um that scene And, and this documentary just goes into that like how much it influenced his career and skateboarding in general and it's just all these pro skaters talking about like skateboarding was dead but after that game it just kicked off and it went stupid and then it looks into the history of the your favorite genre, like ska music, and right how Tony Hawk's might be responsible
1: like- for ska, for the ska <laughs> yeah. explosion. Right. Fuck! I I I I, uh, I got into it. I got into it with my brother about ska music. Hmm. I just want it just wound me up more. How? Oh my god! How did it become popular? It must be. It, it, just one of those fucking collective mass hysteria events it drives me bananas mm. anyway why is it called punk it's called ska punk what's punk about it what is punk about like fucking hell fucking on the on the slap of the man! like fucking hell yeah why would you bring up ska music well, they talk about. It. Well, they don't talk about skates. So so they talk I to know, but different still.
0: bands. That you know, this is going to set me off.
1: Why do you do
0: this? <laughs> I'll, I'll get off it then. Good. Um, and and so they spend like, quite a bit of time on like the the history of skateboarding, and then uh, what happened sort of when Tony Hawk, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One was released, uh, and then what that did for. Um, skateboarding in general and, and like just a bunch of the people that were in those games and the recognition they got and the amount of money they're not making. There's a, there's a, there's a, a bit in there where, um, where it talks about like Activision going back to Tony Hawk before the games release and saying, Hey, we'll want to buy back like mm. your sort of royalties or like your branding. So I'm guessing like Tony Hawk is getting a, a cut of the proceeds or the revenue from the game. And they were trying to buy that back off him and say, "We'll give you a stack of money, and then, um, and then you're free. Like you're good for your contract, and we can continue making these games sort of without you." And he, um, yeah, they ended up making a bunch of games. I don't want to spoil what happens, but they ended up making a bunch more, much bunch more of those games, um, and it made a bucket load of money. Um, mm. And then they also explore like the, the. The, the future of that franchise and sort of where it went and the decline of it and what happened. The one thing that they don't talk about is the, um the remastered version, which I thought was maybe a little bit strange because this sort of came out pretty much around the same sort of time. Based on
1: um, what I know of it, uh, yeah. they were like almost entirely finished uh with with production on this when remastered was announced and so that's why they didn't go
0: but surely he had some sort of knowledge on that and could have been (laughs) like hey by the way we're remastering this game and i can talk about it it's just it's just weird to me that that wasn't a part of it um but I, I guess it could have been seen as more like a marketing gimmick then as well, of being like, hey, we've got this new thing coming out. Um, anyway, it, it's a good documentary. It focuses, like, there, there's bits and pieces in there that talk about how even um, sort of, like, progressive the game was as well by including, like, black people in the game who were skaters and women who are skaters, professional skaters, and sort of, like, how that also influenced the scene of, you know, all these young women or young girls that grew up then skating and how that influenced like people of color and, and that sort of stuff. So um, you kind of like, it's something that is important. It wasn't really that big of a deal, I guess back then, because it was just like, Oh, it's just another character, but it has a big impact on other people. Um, so just like hearing their stories is pretty cool and how they ended up uh, getting into the scene as well.
1: You know, and they, like, sort of kept that trend alive with uh, Mm. the remake. Uh, They renamed one of the, they renamed the Mute Grab to, like, the, what was it? Like, the Weddle Weddle Grab, I think, Mm. Um, in honor of the guy who invented it. I think the story goes, like, he didn't talk much. And so they called him mute as sort of like a term of endearment, but also like a you know, yeah. a bit of a jibe. And so they renamed it from the mute grab to the weddle grab to sort of, you know, clarify that it's it's not you know, being mute isn't isn't something to be made fun of for and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh,
0: and I feel like even in this this newest game, the remaster, um Just for some reason, I could be completely wrong, but I don't think when you created a character to ask you, like, male or female, it kind of just gave you a bunch of characters, right? Is that what happened? I don't remember. I feel like they were just all on a screen, and you kind of just picked a a, a character and body shape. Yeah. Um, Unless I'm thinking of a different game I played recently. I don't know. But that's, like, the last one I can think of. It was, like, hey, create a character, and it wasn't, like, pick a gender. It was just kind of, like, here's a bunch of different faces and bodies and go nuts. Um. Anyway, yeah. So you know, I thought it was fine. Um, there, there's obviously like they got they get a bunch of the developers back then who were working on it. Yeah. Um, it doesn't really go into a lot of the sort of the issues or like if there were any issues surrounding. No, it's um, it's
1: not like uh, raising Kratos where you know there is that there's bits in there. Yeah, yeah there's that hint at some. Off screen drama
0: or even yeah, where like Shuey comes in
1: and like this is fucking trash. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. this game is bad. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, there's not there was nothing like that. But I don't think it's it's more of a looking back type one as opposed to yeah the in the moment. You know, this this is less uh Hearts of Darkness and more uh mm. remembering Godfather type thing, you know? Right. Um yeah. Um so yeah, anyway, that's uh
0: what is it called? Pretending I'm Superman, the Tony York Video Game Story. There, there's a bunch of other documentaries that are sort of out there focusing on um the video game scene at the moment. There's there's a series on uh it's called Console Wars. I'm I'm I think it's on CBS or Access over here at the moment, mm-hmm. which sort of looks at like the battle between uh Nintendo and Sega and that sort of stuff. Um and there is also another series on Netflix that I can't remember the name of, but I've watched like one episode and that focused on uh, sort of like Pac-Man, I think it was. And it sort of goes through the years and right. like a different genres. Cool. Um, I
1: usually, yeah. I'm
0: just like, trying to find I'm, I'm high school.
1: High school. Yeah. I, I heard about it, but. I usually go in for more single focus documentaries. Mm. I don't know why. Um, yeah, like, I don't know. I, I've, I've never yeah. seen a video game documentary. Like, i watch a lot of documentaries. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I've never seen a video game one that I felt was on the same level. As anything thirty for thirty did, you know, and so I find it very difficult to justify to myself to watch a video game documentary, despite you know obviously being a very relevant feel to me. Um, right, because I prefer to watch sports documentaries, but I take a lot from sports documentaries. Like I get a lot out of sports documentaries anyway. Like I, I yeah, you know. I think there's a lot to learn from the stories they tell in them. So, yeah, Um, yeah. I think I've recommended this before, but the
0: stuff that Danny does on NoClip is is pretty good. I um, they just like the the... problem I
1: have with NoClip is that it, uh, it's very in the pocket. Sure. Of uh, the subjects like there isn't a. Mm -hmm. There isn't much, yeah, there's no distinction between the subject and the the documentarian there. Like, the, you know, most of the time, uh, it seems like they're literally paying Noclip to do the documentary. Like, it's almost, a, you know, advertising experience, a marketing experience.
0: Right. Uh, the, the last couple that I've watched do talk about issues and things like that um and issues that arise the only thing that i think it does that can off-put people is that sometimes they're very like they'll focus on one game and then it's an hour and 20 minute documentary and then other times it's like split up into like five different segments and this part is on the music and this part is on the launch. And then this part is on the design concept and it's sort of broken up into pieces. Like the Hades one that I watched recently was, was like that. It was sort of broken up into five or six episodes that focused on different areas of the development. And I think that was because it was filmed across um, and released across a period of time. Whereas when they do like, um, like the doom documentary or uh other stuff with bethesda it's um the the what was the last one i watched as well? it was pretty good the stuff with i think it was arcane and um they looked at like a history of their games starting at the very beginning up until like they talked about canceled projects in there yeah. and how i talked about this right without where they, where working on like yeah. a half-life game at one stage and um you know what went wrong with that and what went wrong with other games they worked on and how bugs ended up being features because they just did weird things. And yep. that's how you get weird arcane style gameplay elements. Um, like that sort of stuff I enjoy watching. But yeah, it is very uh, like fluff PC. Fluff PC, some of it.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I pretty much stopped watching after the Doom one. Because that one just felt... That-
0: that felt like an advertisement.
1: Yeah, yeah. And yeah. like, that was a game that I I was super excited for, and you know I remain uh, excited at having played. But yeah, mm. that that just felt. Yeah. All right.
0: Anyway, um, all right. Let's let's smash some games here. Um, Spelunky two update. We oh, here we Spelunky. go. You went that yet? I did work it out. Um, there's a button in Steam where you can press, and it it's a it's a refund button. Um, ah! And when you press that, yep, you apparently get your money back. Wow. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Fair enough.
1: Um, I played today. another
0: ten minutes of it and was like, I think I'm good. Yeah. Like I watched, I then went and watched a bunch of Twitch streamers and they were playing, and I'm like, this is not. Like Definitely. I do not find this exciting yeah. at all. This just it just seems super redundant, and it just doesn't offer the same sort of progression mechanics that I get from other roguelike games. That are um, or for games like that where you're sort of learning from dying, but this game is kind of just you're learning from dying, and that is it. Like you're not yep. making yourself strong or anything. Um, so yeah, it's just. I'm just not having, didn't have fun with it. So I played another 10 minutes. I refunded it and got my money back in an hour. I think it took like literally an hour. I didn't write anything in the text box. I just wrote, I pressed refund. It asked you like a bunch of questions. Like what's wrong with it? Is it technical issues? Is it something else? And I think I just put like not having fun and selected that. It was like, leave a comment. I'm like, no, just next. I'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, so I got my money back, which is cool, because I was expecting some sort of, I don't know, a fight. Because yeah. I can't throw the, I'm in Australia, fuck you anymore. Like, I'm paying for stuff as an American resident now. And they could have just been like, fuck you. <laughs> you. You bought it. But I got my money back, you so that's cool. dumb bitch.
1: Um, dumb California oh. bitch. Um, yeah. yeah. You haven't checked it out yet? Uh, no, I you know. Listening to you talk about it, watched uh Dan Hines playing it. Uh, I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. Uh, yeah, uh, I already got a, uh, i've already got a roguelike game that I keep playing, even though I fucking hate myself for it. So <laughs> I'm good. And you're uh, still playing it? Noita, Noita. I still don't know how to say it. I refuse to watch any videos on it. Uh, any more videos on it outside of the 18 hour how to build a wand uh, video that I watched that never successfully explained what I was supposed to do at the start of the game to build a wand right Um, but yes that is the game I play when I uh, just generally feeling good about myself you know I've got like a high self esteem issue sometimes and I'm like you know what time to fucking balance this shit out let's play some Noita, and uh, it all goes away perfect Um, yeah. Anyway, um, I mean, yeah, that's what the refund system is for, right? Like, why why should you be trapped into owning a game that you thought you would enjoy and then didn't like? That's ridiculous. Yeah.
0: I mean, it'd be like, um... I don't know, like most things, right, where it's... There's no... I can't, like, play a demo of it or anything, or... Mm. It'd be like you going to buy a car, and they're like, you can't take it for a test drive. You have to buy it. Buy it. Uh, Do it. Go. Do it. Just buy it. And I'm like, no, but I want to drive. And they're like, not nah, too bad. Yeah. Uh, I mean, unless it's some fucking fancy, like, they've made 10 of them, and they're like, you just have to drive it. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> I mean, just, sorry, you just have to buy it. You can't drive it. Anyway... The, but the, just, like, things like forever. that where, like, I just want to try things first. and Yeah. If, and I, I buy a lot of fucking video games. Like, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and um, it's hard for me to just buy every fucking game and be like, you know, i got to make choices. So... Makes sense. Just not for me. Uh, I can understand that some people like it, but it's just not... Yep. Um, I, w- I wasn't going to put any more time into it. So, why? Why? Why should I buy it? Um. Anyway uh the other game that i've been playing a bunch of is uh i replayed through marvel's spider-man i think i mentioned this last week didn't really i didn't talk about it yet um but i I played replayed through it from start to finish over the last um week and a bit and uh just sort of gearing up until um you know the playstation 5 launch and and uh, marvel's spider-man miles morales um Just getting back into getting back into the swing of things. uh, and refreshing myself on that story and sort of what happened, because I could not really remember how like I I know that Miles is in that story. Yeah. And um I couldn't really remember how he got his powers. Like (laughs) just it just went out of like I know like I know from the comics how it happens, but the Marvel Spider-Man story is wildly different from the not wildly different but it's telling a different story things happen in that story that are completely different from um the the comic books either ultimate uh, ultimate spider-man or the amazing spider-man that sort of stuff so i couldn't really remember exactly how it happened uh, and i just wanted to go back and play it so that when i do play uh spider-man miles morales i've got like some sort of connection between the two and i can talk about it A bit more critically as to what's what's better, what's not as good, that sort of thing. Um, That game, yeah, still holds up really well. I think that um, still my biggest criticism about that game is the sort of how slow you
1: swing. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, you 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 swing swing way too
0: slow. I think you didn't upgrade your swinging speed. That's what Get
1: the fuck out of here! You push this same fucking this same. Fake news narrative, like last time as well. You like, must swing this, up really high and then jump. And I am like fucking so fucking stuff. good at swinging games. It is unbelievable how good I am at swinging games. It is crazy. No, I'm why the fucking, are you so slow at it. I'm uh, the game is slow. That's that's why I'm able to notice how slow Spider Man PS4 is at swinging because. My We're going to bring our senses are so finely are. tuned, <laughs> so finely tuned to what an acceptable rate of swinging is, and yeah, like it's just it's just not good enough. Honestly, it's just mm. not good enough.
0: Yeah. Right? Anyway. Um, no. What was what so was yeah, the, your the, biggest complaint? The, the last uh, sort of quarter of the game or the the. There's a part of the game where the section of this, or, or actually most of the city, becomes like a yeah. overrun by uh, police-like forces who are just constantly shooting at you. Uh, and for a game where swinging is that much important, you're just getting shot out of the sky. Mm. good Not not shot out of the sky, but getting shot at mm. every 15 seconds
1: and having to dodge the fire is just extremely tedious. Yeah. Okay. Um, even with the slow swinging, I didn't have that big a problem with uh, with that because I'm really good at swinging. But I can see how that would be a, an issue. No, um, I think he, we talked about this when the game first came out. It was probably my biggest complaint with it as well. It is like the, it's like the, it's, it's making something not fun anymore. Yeah, but it's symptomatic of the like general progression curve of video games where you've got to have the power ramp of the player character, but you have to have the yeah. power ramp of the enemy to match it. Otherwise, like, or at least not necessarily one-on-one match it, but at least follow closely behind it. Otherwise the player gets bored. And uh, yeah, I think a lot of open world games often fall into that same trap. Cause I, I don't know if we specifically called it out back then, but like prototype and infamous uh, both sort of fell into the, that same like issue grand theft auto san andreas as well but that wasn't until like that was this is like the last 25 percent of spider-man and in in san andreas i think it was like the last three percent if that you know like you could avoid the really nasty lockdown part of san andreas until fucking forever you couldn't do it in prototype i think prototype two started in that state uh it was pretty annoying infamous Got there eventually, and Spider Man, yeah, definitely does it as well. Just not mm. a fan of, but like, it's difficult, right? Like, what what do you do instead, right? Like, because we've we know why it happens, right? Sure. What do you do when the player can moment to moment do whatever the fuck they want, but at the same time? You you want to make sure they feel challenged and feel pressured and and feel uh, like like there's some impetus to fucking acquire like uh, achieve goals and stuff. You know, like what 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 are you supposed to do? I mean, what what did I guess Grand Theft Auto four and five four. Order 44, I think, did the same thing as San Andreas, right? But again, in the last 3%, so it's almost ignorable. And Grand Theft Auto just kept it all purely mission-based, right? Like, hmm. there was no major changes to the city outside of missions, Maybe that's the yeah. way to do it. Maybe it's a better way. I think
0: that's the thing is is it needs to be contained in the mission like the yeah uh, the the game does the thing where it's like hey you're going into the last missions uh make sure you level up and spend your points cuz you're not going to be able to go back. Yeah. I think that's the part where you do that where you set the fucking city on fire and there's Sable uh forces on rooftop shooting you and that sort of thing. But when it's when it's the last quarter of that game and yeah. you've still got like um all these icons on the map that you can go and do but you're getting shot at every time you swing in a corner like that's when it's like man this is just becoming and it wasn't as big as a problem for me this time around because I wasn't as focused on doing a lot of that side stuff like I was still doing a bunch of it but yeah. I tried to I, I 100% of that game the last time I played it yep. whereas this time I was purely playing it for the story um, Yeah. so it, was, it wasn't as impactful but yeah I think leaving it In a mission setting as opposed to the open world setting is the way you need to address that.
1: Yeah. Well, although how do you reflect the impact? Because I guess, you know, obviously the, the idea is that the player's actions have an impact on the city itself, right? Which is definitely what they're trying to do in Prototype, sort of what they were trying to do in Infamous. Uh and obviously what they were trying to do in Spider Man. Uh I
0: don't think it has a pl- an impact though. It's not like you're clearing sections of the city and it's like liberating it or anything. It's well, that's Spider-Man, not what they did no, in that yeah, game. No. So there's I don't think there's any like the there's there's nothing in that game where it's like you've completed this part and now it's changed the way the city behaves in this section. Like it doesn't do any of that in that game. Yeah. Maybe that is the, the solution.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh well I doubt that they're going to fix it for uh Miles Morales. So <laughs> that, that might change something. Probably I probably buckle in for more of that. <laughs>
0: hmm. Um yeah, but I, I still that the the combat in that game is just so freaking good. Like um and that was my uh sort of comparison between Spider-Man and and the Batman Arkham series is hmm. that I think after playing Spider-Man and also replaying the Batman stuff recently, like combat is just so much better in Spider-Man because you're using those gadgets um, to interact with the enemies and you're using them to uh, sort of exploit their weaknesses as well. Mm. Whereas in Batman, you've got the, you know, the punch, the stun, they have like the different types of attacks And that's kind of all you're really doing. Like you've got a couple of gadgets, but they're not really. That's you don't not really using them in the middle of fights because it's just so finicky. Hmm. Um, And then on top of that, just the weird mobility that the way he moves, like being able to press attack and then just him just fly across the screen doing like a cartwheel, and it's so far it just doesn't make any sense. Whereas here, when they do it, it's like there's a reason for that to happen. Like he uses his web and he goes across.
1: all right, like let's just fucking so I, okay, we're going a bit far now. Okay, let's. Like, I think it's just the I know you're a Spider really, Boy, right? And you feel I, the I'm need both. to shit I'm on like, Batman like as much as you can, <laughs> but fucking calm your farm.
2: Calm
0: yeah.
1: your um, farm. Uh,
0: story is really awesome, it's, it's a really good. story, the uh, um, yeah, just the whole like the whole setting of, of New York and what how that sort of uh, is portrayed in the game is really well done. And I'm curious to see what that looks like in Miles Morales as well. Like it's apparently going to be in winter um, around Christmas time. Yep. Uh, And I think I read something about them doing it in like Brooklyn as well. So like there's another section of the city, I guess they'll be exploring. So yeah, I'm definitely keen on playing that game uh, when it comes out uh, hands down like spider-man Mar- uh, marvel spider-man is one of the best games on playstation 4 easily it's like it's up there with your um god of war and last of us and like all the first party games they've done um yeah that's that's it's really well well done game yeah so i'm keen for that sort of stuff it was good to go back and, and replay it I, I i didn't jump in and do the dlc only because i'd recently played through that lot of DLC. Um And I was sort of, I was tossing up whether or not to just wait and play it on PlayStation 5 when it came out. But I think the the sort of fact that it's going to be so busy around then, like next month is going to be, is it next It is next month. It's going to be insane. I'm, I'm not yeah. going to have the time. Hmm. I'm not going to have the time that I'll be able to sit there and play through an entire game, like I might jump in, there. no, I probably won't. Um, through an entire game, i am got to
1: install it. Installed. An entire game you've already played man.
0: yeah, played before. Yeah. Um, I think playing Miles Morales would sort of give me that experience that I was, you know, looking for. It'll just be the same sort of thing. So, yeah, looking forward to it. That was, uh, if you haven't played it yet, definitely check it out because it's one of the the better games on the. Would you do it? No, would lineup. you check it out now? It depends if you've got it or not.
1: I think if you've got a if you got don't a PS
0: five you on the way, uh, yeah, I'd wait absolutely.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I'd but then, I'd then it becomes
0: a decision of do you play Marvel Spider Man or do you play Spider Man Miles Morales? Like it's because I don't, I okay. don't know where it fits in the timeline. I feel okay, like it's no, set Us? a year after. Like, I know it's set afterwards, but I'm not sure the, like, time time span. Um, And then, like, what they're going to do in terms of the storytelling. Like, are they going to do a recap on that that game where it's, like, previously on Spider-Man? Like, here's what's happened. Or is it just kind of its own standalone thing that's not really connected much in that way? It's hard to say. Um, Because, obviously, the game everyone's going to be talking about when that thing comes out is... Miles Morales and do you want to be a part of that conversation or are you happy to just play it the way it's I guess supposed to be there's only two fucking games coming out on the fucking PlayStation 5 so like right but again you've got all those other games that are coming out around that time like Cyberpunk uh, Call, uh Core it's Duty, weeks. or a uh, week. Legion
1: yeah Legion yeah
0: Valhalla like there's a lot of stuff coming out
1: True. true 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 true, true. <laughs> yeah. um yeah, I would wait. I would if if I had a PS5 coming and I hadn't yet played Spider Man, I would wait. Oh, absolutely wait! Yeah, for the true spider swinging experience. But yeah, <laughs> whatever they're not speeding up is swinging. Oh my god, I'm going to be so <laughs> fucking upset. Of course, only I will be able to tell as the <laughs> swinger. That is they, that's what they call me. They call the me a swinger. swinger.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: anyway, uh NBA 2K. Yeah. Um I reviewed this for uh Oz Games, so I jumped back in, played a bunch of it. Uh All right. right. I still can't get a reasonable fucking online game uh working, although I, I stopped getting booted uh from them, so I was finally able to earn some rep, which is extremely exciting but uh, cool. it was an infuriating experience and I wouldn't recommend anyone do it. It's not really a product of the game itself though. It's more a product of everyone who plays NBA online appears to be some sort of fuckhead. Uh, I, on, I honest to God have better experiences, random, uh, like random dropping with fucking 12 uh, year olds in Warzone than I, than I did in the four games that I managed to play online of NBA 2K. Uh, Holy shit. Like, these people will throw up the dumbest shots, and, like, you've got the little meter that tells you, right? And so not only is, like, they were fucking, uh, what is it, heavily contested? Heavily contested and, like, fucking 60% or something, and you're like... And they're jacking up, like, Steph Curry shots from, like, the logo. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, if they get the ball, there were, like, in every single one of these games, there was at least one player who I my heart would sink if they got the ball because you knew they were throwing up the dumbest shots. Everyone else would throw up pretty bad shots here and there like you know mid range jumpers when someone who's like two feet taller than them is standing right on top of them but they'll like jack it up anyway because they spent so long uh, like fucking about not passing the ball that you know oh, the shot clock better do it Maybe, you know, maybe now the time's run out, that'll improve their fucking chances. No, that doesn't happen. Uh, anytime I got the ball, obviously I'm going to paint myself as the picture-perfect teammate. However, I am the picture-perfect teammate. Anytime I got the ball, I would drive the fucking... Because my, my dude is a 100% in the paint fucking scorer. Um, hmm. I would drive the fucking paint, and uh, I would either attempt a... fucking uh, like easy like it these these it doesn't even matter if there's someone on on me I don't even get a fucking the meter doesn't even come up when I shoot these shots I don't know what it is there's there is a a space underneath the hoop where it doesn't matter anymore and you always get it in Uh, I've got like the badges uh, uh, the contacts contact uh, finisher and so uh, yeah. there's another there's another finisher badger. yeah back down finisher. Uh, I've got both at I got contact finisher Hall of Fame and back down finisher at gold. And so what yeah. was happening was provided like yeah, if I could get the as ball, long as they don't have shot blocking badges, you're probably okay. <laughs> even then, most of the time I'm okay because of the w- way timing works. Like it it just it flocking requires really good timing in 2k21 and uh yeah it just it's hard to time when someone's gonna do it but yeah i would uh like just head to the paint uh put in a couple and then i would like i would start getting doubled like constantly and that was it that was enough i wouldn't i i wasn't trying to put the fucking ball in myself i'd pass it out to someone who was open who would fucking brick it and then we'd go back down the other end. And then I'd do it again. And I would choose someone else. Choose I would just rotate until I found someone who was actually gonna fucking hit their shots. It does it does feel like I that you know, I give NBA a lot of credit here, right? That must be how LeBron feels when he is one assist away from a triple-double and everyone on the Lakers decides it's it's fucking time to build a fucking brick house. Because, oh my God. Why? Why are you passing? But like, when he's on, he's on, right? And then like KCP in yesterday's game, right? Like, I get fucking nervous every time. And yesterday I was like, hold up. I think he's on his game today. like Why does KCP have more points than LeBron? What is going on? (laughs) But yeah, like holy shit, man. Yeah, that must be how LeBron feels when he passes, like when he was playing on the Cavs, and he passed the ball out to someone who was wide open because he was getting fucking triple teamed, uh, and they were like, "Like, good. That's good. Fantastic. Great." I guess I don't get a fucking, I don't get a fucking assist. (laughs) Anyway, so yeah. Played some games. Uh, wouldn't recommend it. Just wouldn't recommend it. You just like everyone and were else. Were you had, playing in the park or were you playing in rec in, center? In the rec center, yeah. Because uh, right. I can't get I can't get games in the park. Well, I, I might be able oh, to now. Actually, I should go back and check it out. But uh I, I didn't have time uh, at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I should go back and ch- see if I can get some games in the park. That's probably better. It seems like the rec center is for people who just want to grind out rep points and the park might be for people who want to actually play basketball I don't know I mean it is still only what 3v3 in the park
0: it is and it's a bit quicker as well because you're not playing
1: a full like sweaty four quarter game yep anyway um yeah so I wouldn't recommend that but uh no uh start up with my league um I just want just want a regular one. Didn't like I could have done expansion team, so I didn't really want to fuck with it. Um, just grabbed the Lakers and started to see see what I could do with them. Um, <laughs> Trying to make them better.
0: Is this the? I was like, <laughs> you uh, take the best team I in the if league, I can, and you're
1: like, <laughs> what if I could take these plucky bunch of upstarts and uh, <laughs> take them all the way? i for a coffee break. Me. I'll be back. I don't later. know if they can do it. <laughs> <laughs> I had hoot dreams, coach. Um, yeah, so cra the Lakers and, and decided to uh yeah what what we could get done and uh yeah i mean it's it's actually better than because i think i was saying a couple of weeks ago I mostly just play quick games if I'm not playing my player i feel like I've been wasting my time I should have been playing my league like it's basically it's roughly the same the only problem I have is that I can't uh like just bail. I can bail on a quick game without feeling too bad, but I can't just bail on a Miley game without being like Uh it's my boys out there. <laughs> uh... but you can not sim the like the ends and stuff. I just don't like leaving it to the fucking computer for anything. So mm-hmm. uh but no it's like it's a, it's a good system. Like I it's always been a good system it doesn't seem that different last time I played uh I think it was still called cool, my league uh would have been like 2k 16 right that was the Kyrie year that was the one where you got shoes right I don't remember uh anyway um yeah that was the last time I played to uh my league and uh it seems roughly the same it doesn't seem like they've evolved it over, like, a bunch of years, I don't, uh, I know My GM is an option, and I believe that's like a bit more of a my player variant, but I'm not interested in any of the storytelling of 2K21. Uh, it has to be, it has to be the worst storytelling, uh, maybe, maybe in the series, yeah. Like, and, I- and it
0: never, the last couple of years that I've played it, it's never had, um, like any voice acting or anything. It was kind of just all text-based storytelling. You yeah. just sit there and read text. Yeah. Right.
1: Um, yeah. So that's, yeah, not that interesting that, but yeah, in terms of, yeah, actual, there's an actual, like you create your own storylines, right? Like you create your own storylines in my league and, uh, the lake is going on a nine, nothing run to start the season. Uh, hmm. First of all, the they've all been blowouts, and I'm starting to think I might need to jack up the, the difficulty. But I'm worried that once I go above all star, I'm gonna have to contend with that fucking uh, shooting stick. Sh- yeah, the new shot system, which I'm not. I, I I for the purposes of review, I went back and turned it on, uh, and I did not enjoy myself i do not like like you i it just it feels like they like i understand what they're going for right i understand what they're trying to do with it they're trying to incentivize players to have some part of their their stroke be sort of automatic so that the rest of it can be sort of manual right like or you know you you go full fucking Steph Curry lights-out shooter where the whole thing is automatic. But there's no p- yeah. part of how... So, like I, I don't think there is... There's, there isn't a player base for the 2K games who is going to be jacking up hundreds of fucking shots so that they can learn the timing and direction of every fucking spot on the court. That's just insane and if you haven't learned all those things then you aren't watching the basketball game you're watching the shot meter and you have to laser in on that that fucking meter that is everything that you pay attention to like you don't pay attention to anything else at that point and that that feels bad uh, as a gameplay experience like who the like it's it's this glorious like it's the fuck holy shit how good does the next gen version look but uh like even this yeah. gen, this Gen's version looks good but mm. you are sitting there anytime you're like anytime you're preparing to take a shot you're sitting there lasered in on a fucking meter that takes up about yeah. fucking 2% of the screen it just doesn't make any sense to me it should be That that was like one of my complaints a couple of years back where they put the they implemented
0: the new shot stick and yep. then put it below the person's feet and it's like Yeah man. Why am I looking at their feet now? Like the ball is in someone's hands and now I'm looking at their feet. Like that makes no sense. They changed yeah. it the next year because obviously they listened to me. But obviously. Like what? Like what? That's the same sort of thing, right? You're no longer yeah. watching the basketball game that's going on exactly. or your release of your hands. You're watching this meter fill yeah. up. Yeah. And, you could, yeah. That was moved.
1: that's the other thing, right? Like at least, at least if it's ty- full timing based, you can watch the fucking release the from the hand but yeah. you can't do that if you have to look is it left or right and there is a little like there is some intuition to it but it's not always the same like you mm. can sort of if you it's i think it's i think it's handedness right like it's the the hand you shoot with plus the side of the hoop you're on but i think there's something to to like the player's momentum as they're moving if they if they if they are moving that alters it as well and so, like, yeah. you wind up in this situation. And there's also right? the
0: lock on thing that I never, like, I've not watched any videos, but there's also the button, the lock on button the, as well, which I've yeah. never, like, I don't know how that works either. It's just like above;
1: it's way too above where I, I the way I play that game, so It's just, not sure. it, I like, who's it for? But at the same time, the AI isn't good enough at All Star for me to be suitably challenged. So, like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? You know, like. Mm. Not play as not not start in my league as the best team in the league. Maybe I suppose I, I I could go another a different team, but like fuck that shit. I don't know. Like I want to play as the team I want to play yeah. as. I, like,
0: I I think it's purely to make the game harder. Like they're trying to figure out how to make the game harder for 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 like for the the esports side and yeah. also the all stars in the um the neighborhood that are just destroying people. Like yeah. trying to figure out how you, you can make it so it's just not like a, a button press and it goes in as long as it's in the sweet spot because they, yep.
1: they get, they get, they've they they nailed the timing. They're trying to make it a bit more interactive. Like, yeah, that makes sense. I, I guess I get it. It's just it doesn't work for how, hmm. you know, I want to play the game. And I don't think... Maybe am, the
0: the setting needs to be jacked up one more
1: so it's, it's the difficulty... That's what is, I was thinking, yeah. Yeah, up, up one level. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't think I'm that good. But I'm definitely better than all star difficulty, so <laughs> yeah. It doesn't yeah, it shouldn't it shouldn't work the way it does. Um nevertheless, uh yeah. Knock through some more of my player as well. Like I think it's I think it's a good game, but it's not Different enough. Hmm. Uh, if if you like, yeah, I say it in my review. I mean, if if it's like it's it's, I think the the big thing for me with this review was that like the the challenge of it is knowing, is sort of balancing uh, expectations, right? Because people have different expectations depending on their relationship. With the game, because it's an mm-hmm. annualized franchise, there are people. Sports who, franchise. Yeah, there are people who just buy it every year. It's the, but it's yeah. also that's the game that they play. That yeah. is their Call of Duty, right? And how do you interpret that game if that's if that's your sort of if that's your jam, right? Like I skipped last year's uh, after finishing my play i didn't really play it outside of that mm-hmm. but like before that i play like that was mostly my sports game uh for years and years uh back all the way back to like 20 i don't know when did fifa start, start being really shit there was like a, was a year when it's twenty three. shut the fuck up get the fuck out of here <laughs> uh it's like 14 or something right like uh yeah, like FIFA was trending down and yeah. NBA was trending up and I'm like, well, I'll switch switch sports. Yeah. And that's that was just the sports game I played, right? Every single year. Like how you like so I sort of reviewed it from that perspective. Um but yeah, if you take it as a if it's like more holistic, if you're sort of looking at it as a a question of is this a good enough game for someone who doesn't like basketball? No, I do not think so. Uh, doesn't like uh, or only only dips in every other year? Yeah, I think you should. I think two K twenty one is better than two K twenty. And if you've been waiting since two K nineteen, then yeah, two K twenty one for sure. Um, if you don't like, if you like sports games don't know if you want to go fifa or this i i'm not sure i've got fifa installed but i didn't get a chance to play it cuz i got this commission um i i don't know like if like if you're able to switch codes easy enough then maybe but i've heard decent things about fifa 21 it's hard to say man like all like all my the only thing i can definitely say is do not engage with my team at all uh, just don't do it. Just don't do it. Don't play my team. Luke. Don't play my Why? team. Why?
0: Why don't you like my team?
1: Stop it. Stop it. I see the other another game on the list is Genshin Impact. So obviously you love your fucking gacha games, but stop playing fucking <laughs> my team. Um no, but uh like it's it's yeah. I think one of the big things we've complained about every year for ages is how awful the 2K series has become with VC and I do not think uh, that 2K21, I think they've really ramped back on the, at least like the the requirement is still there, uh, but it looks like they pushed a lot of the, the more abhorrent uh, microtransactional bullshit to cosmetics as opposed to gameplay altering stuff. I think it's a good, good thing. Mm. Like I mean, f- you're still
0: using VC to level up your character.
1: Oh, obviously. No, 100%. But I, I find, like, I feel like the the rate of progression uh, up until around 85 is far more reasonable. And 85 is a decent player. Mm. Uh, like, I think Jimmy Butler's fucking 87. Which they might need to revisit, but uh, like I think they're good. Oh, we're okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he might be too high, actually. Might be too high. He says <laughs> that that's a chilling indictment of the Lakers in game <laughs> uh, game three. Then, Lukey, because good lord, that's because the refs were on their team as well. <laughs> oh my it's hard god, five on five basketball when there's three other people on your team. Holy shit! I Okay, Aisha Curry. Like, like, why don't you just fucking calm the fuck down here? Um, anyway, um,
0: twenty-five free throws at one stage. The Heat had taken four, four in the Lakers. They evened it out after halftime when Adam Silver called them and said, "What are you doing? You've, you've flipped this up the wrong way." But it took him a while. Gold.
1: Anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, a
0: lot of that uh, the the VC is <clears throat> um, like it's still there, it's still prominent, but yeah, the My Team stuff is also a huge like My Team is basically collectible card game, yeah, uh, in a video game now. <laughs> like back in the day, when you go buy um, like Beckett cards and yeah, Beckett Beckett cards, and uh, like they they've just basically transformed that into a video game. That's what it is now. So it's like I'm fine with it. I usually just play the I don't spend money in there. I just play the challenges, like we challenges and the, no. the uh single player missions. You can go in and
1: play if you engage multiplayer with as well or, if you want. You're goofing. Just okay, don't engage. Spending money just play Miley. Just play my 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 okay. GM or whatever the fuck, okay? You can create Jack your fantasy popcorn prices and stuff up. and Yeah. Like, yeah, really fucking ramp it up. But, like, sell it. If the it popcorn flavor. prices were tied to VC,
0: I'd be playing my game all the time. <laughs> Jack those prices up. Oh, yeah. Sell them
1: hot dogs. Just go full fucking... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh Anyway. Uh Head to Oz Games for my review. I don't know when the fuck it'll be up. Sometime soon. And, nice. yeah. There is a airplane, but I don't know if... Maybe RTX voices. is... Drowning it out. I can't hear it. Whoa, oh, look at it go. You go, girl. Um, all right, cool. Can you hear me clapping? You're not even clapping, dog ass. Correct, unbelievable. Um, all right, Call of Duty 4 Zone. Yep,
0: still, uh, playing Warzone.
1: still playing Warzone. Um, yeah they've got these two new guns in the game the spr and the uh as Val, and they've been shaking things up a little in that they are utterly ridiculous weapons ridiculous in a way that i've literally never seen before the spr is it has to be a bug but it has zero bullet drop Mm-hmm. The stats it has do not reflect that, however. But it has zero bullet drop over... Uh, I think it's something like 480 metres or something. mm mm-hmm. Which is largely outside of uh, a very small percentage of cases. Largely outside of... Like, you'll never use it beyond 400 metres. So... Uh, that gun's ridiculous. It is just—I uh, don't—I don't understand how how they arrived at a gun that works like that. Um, and then it doesn't like the the great thing is that it doesn't even compare. It doesn't even come close to comparing to the other new gun, the ASVATL which if you put uh, these there's like a I can't remember what the rounds are called but there's a set of rounds that you can put into it that have high penetration hmm. maybe sex tape and these things shoot through literally everything like literally the
0: everything.
1: SPP 10r mags that's it yeah. And they shoot through legitimately everything, like everything. And it's ridiculous. Like there are videos of people like throwing a heartbeat across the map and it catches someone and then they just, they just laser them and it doesn't matter what they're shooting through. It just shoots through everything until they die. Uh, And it's basically zero damage drop off on penetration. Yeah. Yeah. That's a bug. I've seen those videos. That's, It's broken (laughs) It's still in there I was using it last night I don't Like I unlock the weapons But I don't have the Rounds in question But I do have a shield And no bullets Penetrate the shield (laughs) So I can walk up To some guy Who thinks he's able To kill everyone Through everything And then I fucking Murder him with my shield Uh, And then I steal his gun And then I get to use the gun Mm -hmm. And it is as ridiculous As fucking advertised Um, Hmm. Which is Very entertaining um my theory i like people have been spinning out trying to work out why they exist but I think that they exist to catch out hackers because if you have an aimbot if you can toggle an aimbot then you will toggle onto a head and there's no need for you to like for the aimbot to adjust to a hide or anything which is traditionally something that a lot of them have trouble with so now hackers can toggle their aimbot on with the SPR and get headshots from anywhere within 400 metres, which means they can just, like, bang, headshot, headshot, headshot. And that would be very easy to see, statistically speaking. And then... And then... You've got the wall hackers, and we were talking about this a little bit last last night when we were playing, but... Uh the problem that I think uh like uh software only anti cheat solutions has have is that uh often they, they don't like if they can't see a cheat, then they can't tell you there's a cheat. Like it's it's just it's just done. Like there's mm. there's no chance for them to actually do anything about it. Which is why we you know, back at Game Reino, we always had like uh, obviously, we had anti-cheat, but we also had stats and reporting. Yeah, and stats, and so s- stats would give you the uh, the ability to, to go check someone out, and reporting and, and demos and stuff like that, and that would give you the ability to see them in action. Um, the uh, like the the more like most people who are hacking. Because they want to succeed and because, you know, ultimately they're losers, but they don't want to feel like losers for a little while. Most of them aren't using fucking A-bots, right? And that's that's what, you know, uh, was it Fair Fight and stuff? You know, that's why the the jewel, uh, the wombo combo of both, is it Fair Fight or Fair Light? I can't remember. Whatever Fair, fight. Fair Fight. Fair Fight. Yeah. Uh, that and Punk Buster, The the purpose of having both them working in tandem is because you can see when you know a player has a statistically way higher uh, success rate then they can get flagged by fair fight uh, automatically without the need for reporting and stuff like that a gun that is all wall hacks uh, or is is specifically like boosted by wall hacks is a fantastic opportunity To catch out some fucking hackers. You know, like, you would, you would rap, you would, it'd be like fucking, it's like the fucking free boat scam uh, scam in the Simpsons. When Homer wins a free boat and they use it to get him down to like the police station because he hasn't actually won a free boat. But like, he's like, yeah, cool. I want a free boat. Where's my boat? But it was just a trick uh yeah it's a trick i think that's what's going on that's what's going on with these weapons but the ultimate reality is that um that's why they're also available at like ranks 15 or 30 of the battle pass like easy easy to get you get them real quick if you've played a couple of games um but yeah none of them fucking matter when you've got a fucking shield so uh the shield Continues to be the greatest of all the weapons in the Call of Duty Warzone uh, meta, and uh, yeah, you, sh- you shared a video. Uh, apparently, the Reddit now has or well, has learned about the power of the shield uh, and the thermite uh, counter to it, but uh, they're still not as good. They're still not as good as, What's the uh, as me Hey. What's the thermite counter? Thermite counter to shields is you fucking you wallop a fucking thermite on on the shield and it burns oh, them like it's on them. Right. I uh, thought you meant there's a counter to
0: people with shields and thermites.
1: Oh, no. There's nothing. There's yeah. nothing stopping me. Uh, you can't stop me. The only way you can stop me is by surrounding me. Um, but yeah, in, in two ga- two player games. So I chucked up uh, a video on my YouTube of uh, me and Nate winning a game with the shield and six wombo combo i got a cheeky nine kills out of that one uh three of them were at the end and uh two of them were against guys with shields but uh ironically because i'm the king of the shield uh i knew and they didn't know how to stop me and i just fucking jumped up and hit the dude with my fucking sticks and uh he didn't all he had to do was hit me once because I, I didn't have any fucking plates. I was low. I'd been hit by his mate's thermite. And then I went and fucking killed mm-hmm. the other guy as well. It was fucking hilarious. And I could have fucking executed the guy for the, the ultimate win, but I didn't. I'm so excited. Oh. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Good times. Um, yeah, there's a couple of Warzone vids on my YouTube. I'm going to start chucking them up on YouTube again as opposed to Streamable because Streamable has been showing me... Uh, I've got uh, UBlock, hmm. but Streamable's been showing me some um, dodge ass ads lately, and I believe that they get served to anyone watching my Streamable links. And I don't—if they're going to do dodgy ass ads, then I don't want to fucking yeah. share them around. So I'll just chuck them off on YouTube. They also delete your videos after a certain amount of time. Yeah, they do. If they haven't been watched or whatever, yeah, which is annoying. So I'll hmm. just chuck them off on YouTube.
0: Anyone. Right. Cool. Anything else to add? No. No. All right. Let's get through this one quickly. Uh, Genshin Impact. So you mm. haven't played this at all?
1: Yes, I have played it. Uh, you have played
0: it. Is this is recommended by your brother?
1: This feels like a game your brother would be like all about. Because <laughs> uh, he's a giant weeb. No, I uh, I arrived at this one independent of my uh, giant weeb brother. Um, yeah. But uh yeah no I, I was playing this because I was I was chatting with the uh, editor in chief of IGN Australia Cam and uh, he was going on and on and on about Breath of the Wild and because uh, he did a video about how it's still fun to play. It's a really good video. You should check it out. Uh, it's it's a good watch. It's like six reasons I'm still playing Breath of the Wild. And he basically just glitches it, but he's playing it with his son and t- teaching his son all the glitches and stuff. And um, yeah, it's good. Anyway, uh, I was and then I saw like just randomly Genshin Impact recommended. I don't know, I don't know maybe my phone was listening to me, but um, yeah, it was like oh recommended if you like Breath of the Wild. I'm like well. I don't want to go into anything here, but uh, I didn't love Breath of the Wild. But uh, anyway, sure, I'll check this game out. And yeah, I've played it for, I don't know, maybe 30 minutes uh, on my phone. That's where I'm about at. And yeah, it's very pretty. And I don't know, I've got some fucking town and... This chick jumped down, across a bridge or something, and, like, I don't know, does anyone, like, the story, like, they're just, they're doing, like, the anime shit, and I'm like, oh, I just can't yeah. do this, I can't, uh, blah but that's I mean but that's that's Breath of the Wild right <laughs> that is that storytelling style this, this is so very so uh, much anime. more yeah. anime than Breath of the Wild though hmm. you know like Breath of the Wild storytelling is extremely bad but uh, yeah this is in my well you know obviously from half an hour you know I've only played half an hour but like this is so much worse uh, in my experience I just I, I do not like it oh my god yeah and I just I just don't give a shit like shut the fuck up when do I get to do some breath of the wild shit do you know what I got to do in breath of the wild like I was doing all kinds of crazy shit I didn't love my time in it as much as some people but I did enjoy myself I was like fighting Mm. stuff all I've fought so far is some fucking blobs and some dudes who I don't know trolls or something goblins whatever the fuck they are but they like it's not like I can trade weapons with them or anything. I don't know. It just seems like a. Do you want some degradation weapons in you? I want some weapon degradation. It's my favorite thing.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. No. This this is doing the um. Like, uh, mobile sort of card game element thing where you get a bunch of something and then you feed it into that. like into another item and that levels up that item right that's like the thing that it's uh seems to be doing because i have gotten like new again like same as you i've played about 30 minutes i'm at that town and i've gotten uh like a posse now like there's a group and that's where i stopped because i had to go uh get some lunch but yeah, I got some weapons, and it was like, all right, this is how you upgrade this weapon. You feed in lower tier weapons, and that levels it up. And you can, here's a bunch of new characters, and you can level them up. And they've got different types of abilities. This one's like different elementals. Like this is a fire one. This one does water. And this one over here is, uh, I don't know, ice, something like that. I um, haven't ice. really used them all yet. But like, your main character is a, a, sh- a sword swinging dude. Or lady, yep. I guess, depending on who you pick. Uh, and the second character I got, she has a bow and is able yeah. to shoot people. And you sort of just press a directional button on the controller. I'm using controller um, on PC. You uh, sort of just hit a PC directional PC. controller that switches in and out of all, all these characters. So I don't like how that sort of works with combat. As, apart from you can't switch characters during combat. I noticed that. Um, so it seems like a thing where you're prepared to do an encounter and you're like all right what's the best uh party character to use in this specific situation like is it something i need to take my fire elementals into or am i using you know water or whatever um so yeah like you i'm not that far into it so i don't really know how the combat works but all i've heard about this game is that it's really good it's free (laughs) free to play and it's uh sort of hits that sort of same tone as like a uh breath of the wild does um, and it does that in terms of its art style. like It's it's right up there. And we've seen a couple of those similar types of art styles people are going for. Like we played, was it Spellbreak? Um, Spellbreak yeah. a couple of weeks back, the Battle Royale, very similar sort of art style. And we've got that Ubisoft uh, Gods and Monsters, which they changed to Phoenix Rising. Did you see why they did, did that? Yeah. Did you see yeah, why they, they did that? They, they, they reckon it was because of... The tone aesthetic of the game, but they were getting sued somewhere. They got sued by Monster.
1: <laughs> Dead yeah. serious. They got sued by Monster. Fucking Monster. Fuck
0: Monster. Which, surely Monster would not win that. No, right? Like, yeah. come on. Anyway. I think the, the case they were going for is because they, they uh, sponsor video games like esports and that's where the tie was coming in but you're not gonna win that argument that's just silly (laughs) um so yeah i think i'll talk about this more next week when i've had a chance to play spend more time with it yeah because i really can't add much to it at this point it's like you said it's pretty slow it's not doing like the zelda thing where you kind of just start and you go off and start killing things it's pretty much like a healthy
1: tutorial I'm very, like... Yeah, very much wondering... uh, All these people who say it's like Zelda. Mm. Breath of the Wild. um, Did they play Breath of the Wild? (laughs) (laughs) Like, uh, what? So, because you can climb? Is that what it is? Like, oh, yeah, there's climbing. Uh, So, it's like Breath of the Wild. All right, fair enough. I guess that was it i haven't seen i am not getting mad breath of the wild vibes uh, at this point it, like it'd be like yeah. saying uh a burritos like a taco right cuz it has got tomato in it yeah right like <laughs> tomato means what the fuck do you yeah. want speaking of uh speaking of disgusting mexican food uh i made and just to clarify to our many mexican listeners uh i love mexican food i love it but i made the uh taco bell crunch wrap supreme at home and little uh little word of advice first of all mm. do not make yourself two taco bell crunch wraps supremes uh it is that is way too much food and secondly uh definitely make yourself at least one crunch wrap supreme because holy shit man Those things are amazing. They're so fucking tasty. It's like you get a burrito wrapper. You like, it'd be even easier for you to do it. Cause you would have ready access to all this shit. Here in Australia, I'm going to make up so much, so much of the recipe on my own. Cause we don't have any of this shit. It's like, oh yeah, go down to your local, uh, you know, um, whatever, bodega, and mm-hmm. uh, buy uh, burrito wrappers, uh Tostada shells, shells, uh, like ancho and chili. And you're like, all right, I can't get that. I can't have that. That doesn't exist. Uh, and you're like, mm-hmm. okay, well, here's what I've got. Here are the, here are my closest alternatives. And you've got some fucking like home brand version of the, the contract Supreme. And it's still amazing, but yeah, you should do it. Look, do it. Well, the wrap like falls apart and then, yeah, breaks yeah, in, okay. in half.
0: Oh, now we've got tons of Mexican around here, so it's easy to just order it
1: and <laughs> it shows up. Can you minutes. order a Crunchwrap Supreme? Probably. Can you? I will allow it if you order a Contract Supreme, cram some Skittles into it. I will accept that yeah. as your Skittle Spaghetti. I don't know where to get Skittles from around here. What the? You've got, like, enough fucking Mexican places that you can randomly order a fucking Crunchwrap Supreme, but you can't fucking buy some Skittles?
0: Yeah. I have Just, to find a Safeway or something. Why wouldn't Whole Foods have one? Whole Foods is all organic food. They don't
1: do that They don't, do they don't that have stuff. any candies. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding?
0: No, they don't. I Are mean, you-, you can go get, like, chocolate, and that's probably about it, but it's, like, all organic
1: chocolate. What kind of wanker shit is this? What if you just want to eat some junk? Go because, to a liquor store, not at Whole Foods. Where? A liquor store or a pharmacy or something to find Skittles? What are you talking about? Trader like, Joe's Walgreens might have Skittles. Trader Joe's? Uh I don't.
0: It's not our local. I don't. Uh, they they might have some. Order
1: some off Amazon.
0: I think there's three Whole Foods that are closer to me than Trader Joe's. I can order them off of Amazon. You fucking um, Okay. Star Wars Squadrons uh is now out. We've been playing it a lot. Yes. We've been playing a lot. You've been oh, playing yeah. a lot? Been playing a lot. Um i might let you go first, because you'll be probably a lot more positive than me. But all right. All and then we right.
1: go from there. All right. Hang on. I sneeze.
0: Okay. One.
1: Will it will it come through? <laughs> <on RTX? laughs> oh oh definitely I did. No. Holy shit. <laughs> I tried to hold that one in, but uh, that one, that was coming out. Yeah. You got to wipe your camera now. You're fucking, I'm going to wipe my entire fucking, you <laughs> know, fucking hose in here. Yep. Anyway. All right. Star all right. Wars Squadrons. You uh, game out uh, late last week is a uh, spiritual successes of the X Wing. First TIE Fighter series uh uh puts you in the fucking cockpit of X Wings, TIE Fighters, TIE Bombers, uh tie Reapers, A Wings, U Wings, Y Wings, Uh I don't know, other wings, all the things, uh everything. Um I think what's the what's what are my Tie Interceptor. Tie Interceptor as well. Uh, Yeah, so there's four ships on each side uh, and it is a a Star Wars dogfighting game. Um, Hang on one sec. Thank you. Donut delivery. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's a Star Wars dogfighting game um, that's... Is probably the most compelling VR experience I've ever had in my entire fucking life. Uh, It is, yeah, probably the best, the best argument for getting VR um, that I've ever experienced. Provided you are a fan of Star Wars, of course. But uh, yeah, playing through the prologue, you start in a TIE Fighter, you switch to an X-Wing. The moment when I switched to an X-wing, I was playing uh, with my Vive headset on, and uh, yeah, fucking that moment was holy shit! Like strong. It was a, it was a, it was a big moment because I, I, I think I, I've ha- I've literally had dreams sitting in in that cockpit, and obviously other games have. Put you in that uh, in that seat before, uh, like it, there's a there's actually a, a long history of games doing it, but never before had I felt, you know, the trick of it. the The real trick is that transition. If you had started in the X-wing, uh, as opposed to starting in the tie fighter if you'd started in the x-wing i think it wouldn't have been as powerful a moment but because you start in the tie fighter and then you've got that fade of black and that slow transition into the x-wing it's so monumental and yeah like full-blown got to me like fucking some emotional shit so uh that was pretty awesome and then uh immediately like directly i was i was planning on continuing to play uh, through the storyline and I have played since but uh, in that moment um, I think Nate jumped on and Drew jumped on and uh, we started playing some multiplayer started playing dogfights and uh, yeah didn't get the opportunity to really play uh, more prologue after that because yeah we were just playing dogfights And that is some shit in and of itself. Um, It's the first time I played a game, a multiplayer game, where I felt like VR wasn't just useful. Uh, Well, no, like, forget that. Like, it it, it felt like VR gave me an advantage. But more than that, like, it's the first time where I have played a game where... VR actually felt like it had any purpose at all or wasn't mm-hmm. actively a detriment to my game, you know. And I think that's that's a big deal as well. Uh, but yeah, large, but largely I just enjoyed myself. I mean, yeah, like I put up a I put up a, a feature or a, I think I titled it as review because we didn't have a category tag for feature, but um. Uh, yeah, I put up a, a feature on the GAPodcast.com podcastcom and on my youtube channel uh talking about why I think vr is so spectacular in star wars squadrons um and it's just you know i edited it together i, I i'm quite proud of this video one of the, one of my favorite one of the my favorite things i did uh, <laughs> that i'm sure yeah. almost nobody noticed because it's watching it back is way more subtle than, uh, it was in the editing. Um, but, uh, one of the things I did is up until I start specifically talking about the VR experience, all of the game footage is, uh, without VR. And then when I start talking about the VR experience, I'm all of that footage from then on is played with VR, uh, is recorded with VR headset on. Um, yeah far more subtle because I think also Squadrons does a good job of uh, the the subtle momentum of the viewpoint when not in VR like you if you turn and stuff your character's head will shift a little bit to, so it's not like a static screen moving around it is sort of like a head that shifts in space anyway um, yeah Habit with the video, one of the things I mentioned uh, is that, yeah, I think uh, as a game, as a multiplayer game, uh, there's depth in the sense that anytime you have a, you have a, like, dogfighting game, right? Every dogfighting game, by default, has depth, Uh, and then you put one in zero gravity and the depth increases even more because there's no the concept of up doesn't hmm. exist. There is no up. And so hmm. you have to define space in a true 3D environment which is difficult for communication, for your own spatial awareness, all these kinds of things that just by default. Um, yeah, yeah, that it, it, it will never be easy to learn. Uh, just from the outset for for anyone who doesn't have uh you know a, a basic concept of that stuff but uh yeah that said there is depth like beyond that as well um but i think like the the most simplest form of that is
0: the depth of the 3d of uh, uh inside of vr is is hard to convey you you sort of get those moments in some games but when you Like the first time you're inside the hangar bay of Mm. inside of Star Wars, like that's where you can see the depth of the game, like in terms of visually, like how how far away something is. When you're looking at that on a screen, or it doesn't matter what game it is, first-person shooter, whatever, like it it doesn't you can't get that sense. But as soon as you put in VR, and then you're in an actual 3D world, like you're in that hangar bay and you can see all the way down the back. Even though this screen is right in front of your face, yeah, that's not what it looks like. Like you can see everything around you and it's nuts. Like that's what VR does so well is that it puts you in that world. It's like, I think it's it's really hard to convey without getting in there and using it, which is why it's so hard to, to put that in front of people.
1: Yeah, exactly. And so that's why VR will always be a really difficult sell. I think it's something about, like, the ability to move your head back and forth. I think we naturally do that quite a lot. And, uh, like, as uh, people, we've, like, sort of accustomed ourselves to the very subtle movements that our heads do at all times. Yeah.
0: And when you do that, objects within your view... Like, you see the perspective behind them change because of the depth. You see things that are closer. Uh, you, you sort of see around them and, and as you move your head around, like, because that's just the way things work. And that's when you get that feeling when I first got in that hangar. Mm. And you, you Like, all it is is a fucking menu, basically, the hangar. But you can just sit there and look around and, like, see off in the distance right at the back of the hangar things happening that you don't really pay attention to if it's on a computer screen because it doesn't fucking matter but that's completely different when you're in a VR Mm. world because this is all in front of you you feel like you're there
1: yeah and yeah that's that's like yeah I I don't know how any other game will ever do something like that you know well I mean Half-Life does it (laughs) like the moment you drop into that game the menu is like that as well uh, but like I mean like in, in, in a, the sense of scale. Yeah. Certainly in sense of scale. I mean in sense of putting you into somewhere you like never you know. thought you'd been. Yeah, you'd be. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's like I more mean more in yeah, like a, a artistic sense sure. as opposed to the Yeah, certainly not to take anything away from Half-Life Alex, uh, although I know uh I liked it less than some people. Uh but yeah, like I don't have the same connection to the Half-Life universe that I do to um the Star Wars universe on any level. Not even not even fucking close. Uh, gameplay wise, uh Squadrons is a little bit trickier to analyze in terms of the experience of playing uh it's a yeah phenomenal phenomenal game but in terms of uh the gameplay itself if i separate my experience from the vr uh Mm -hmm. and and sort of yeah draw back to what it is at its core uh i would say overall I don't like Star Wars. I don't like most of Star Wars squadrons. I don't think the storytelling is very good. It's bad. Uh, like, it's it's just cliche, you know? It's sort of generic. Um, yeah. I think the fleet battles is bad. I do not like fleet battles. Uh, I think they're... Hmm poorly explained poorly defined uh and sort of uh a little bit too uh like samey like repetitive you just sort of do the same thing over and over and over again until someone has succeeded uh and and it's uh a little bit susceptible to one of those things i always hate in um in Like every multiplayer game where every team multiplayer game where your personal efforts sometimes aren't like will just aren't reflected in the success of your team. Like you Mm -hmm. will just fail despite your best efforts and you can have some fucking heroic best efforts and you'll still lose in a fleet battle. And it just doesn't fucking matter.
0: Yeah, because one person on your team is getting killed constantly or something like that. Yeah.
1: Um, or not even which is That's just which is how that works. Out. Okay. Uh, but dogfights, with the exception of Yavin, Yavin is flat out the shittiest fucking map I've ever seen in a multiplayer game in a professionally created multiplayer game. The Can you shittiest- call it a map though? It's a skybox, right? It's a fucking skybox, and that's it. Yeah. Like it's a test environment, like
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> where developers dump a bunch of shit and they're like playing around with it. They're like, let's make this a map. Like, but it's we don't not even anything like,
1: in there. Even 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 if we were to give them that much like oh yeah, so they just fucking text they didn't even texture the skybox well. Because like fucking 60% of it is bright orange. And the marker when there's enemies nearby. Uh like the marker defining your enemies is bright red. And bright red on bright orange is fucking invisible. So there is a giant chunk of this fucking environment where you can't see anything. Because you're hmm. like, you take these, you begin dogfights at largely beyond visual range. And these sensors are what guide you into like managing the dogfights. And, like, you basically have to... Like, at that point, there are... There's a giant portion of Yavin where you directly navigate based on what your fucking radar screen is telling you. It's like the fucking NBA 2K jump meter of fucking Star Wars games where you just like, well, I'm in a spaceship. I'm playing VR spaceship game uh, in the Star Wars universe. The absolute fucking dream, like... Joe, young Job's dream, and meanwhile, this fucking, my, like, all I'm looking at is a tiny circle on about fucking 4% of the, the screen, where all hmm. I can see is, yeah, there's a dot there, so I should probably start trying to target now, because I think there must be, they must be in front of me now. I can't see them, because it's yeah. red on red. There's a cloud there. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a space cloud, but, like they must be there and holy shit. So it's not even good as a fucking test box with a fucking picture painted on it with a skybox painted on. It's just awful. It is shit. The rest of the fucking, the rest of dogfights. Amazing. I played over and over and over again. And I have been all weekend. I fucking really enjoyed myself. Uh, I think the best po- map that I've played is the, the asteroid
0: one. That's yeah. I think my favorite just because it's, it's, it, it sort of uh, fits with the style of gameplay of like fast-paced dogfighting action, but there's also cover basically everywhere. Yeah. But I've not had an issue flying into things. Like when you think about debris everywhere and um, giant asteroids and that sort of thing, like, oh, you've got to try and navigate that stuff, but you can, but you feel like you've got enough control over that ship that you're not going to hit that stuff unless unless you accidentally like do a 180 and ram back into something. Uh, and so I think that's the best sort of showcase of that multiplayer mode on those maps is that
1: specific, I, I don't know what the map's called, but like- It's, it's just certainly so the dumb. most fun to play on like uh, yeah. in terms of competitiveness, but uh, I think my favorite map is probably, uh it's the one with the giant space station in it, like the yeah, hollowed yeah. out space station. I find that one to be the most fun. Actively, yeah. like I, I just, well, it's not maybe not the most fun. The my favorite to be on though because it just thematically is the most impressive. Sure. Um, but yeah, no, I, I enjoy. Like I've had so many, so many games on the the meteor one. I only know the name of the because I know I need to know so that let... we can yeah. bail out. <laughs> yeah, basically, I I have left games yeah. on Yavin, like straight up. But just, I, I think I just the problem leave games on problem.
0: My biggest issue with the multiplayer is that I don't think it's well designed in terms of the dogfighting because it's this snowball effect of a game where if um, it's five versus five, that's all you can do. Uh, When somebody on your team dies or you die, you get sort of uh, put into a a spectator screen for about 10 to 15 seconds Um, and then you can respawn back into the game and, and join the fight, which is usually on the outskirts of the map. It'll Just to clarify,
1: that's the thing is the problem that dogfights has. The specific problem, the, the and the solution is is not that you can respawn in. It's that you do respawn. You don't have a choice. And you do have a choice in AI in, in the AI fleet battles. You can opt when to respawn, uh, or you can opt to not respawn immediately. But you can't yeah, and do where that to respawn in, in dogfights. Yeah, exactly. Uh, in yeah. dogfights, you just randomly respawn somewhere in the map after your time is up, regardless of whether or not you want to. And so there is a the deathballing and b the streaming mm-hmm. the the issue where after you, like you've got that trickle where your team will just sort of trickle in back into the fight, but the one death the deathball is still there. And it's, so that, that yeah, it's five of, versus
0: one. So it's exactly. five people shooting at one thing, and you just go downhill from there because that's what the or you know, all of a sudden, a game that was five and five is now twenty and five because yeah, you're getting spawned in and the team is just automatically shooting at you. It, yeah. yeah, that's it, that's the biggest design for of the the combat, I think. And uh, you end up with games that are pretty good and others that are just like a five man squad that because the game's got no matchmaking, um, you are you end up with like a team full of people that it's their first games versus. People that are like level 30, You're like, all right, yeah. cool, like five level 30 people versus yeah. some newbies. You're like, all right, this is what we're gonna do. It's, it's not, although, although, it's it's that's
1: bad. that's why I like that medial map because I had a game where uh, I was the last one alive on yeah. uh, on the uh, like against the team that got death balled. uh, that sorry, against the team that death balled. and I was the last one mm-hmm. alive, and I took. These five motherfuckers who were shooting me the entire time I was in the X wing. Yeah. Oh, sorry, A wing. Uh, full, full shields, uh, and to soak up. To sorry, to double my regen, and then uh, full engines and shields to Rio, and then just took them on a fucking, on a fucking merry old chase through some fucking space rocks. Mm. Uh, until my team managed to respawn back in and we could reverse the death ball, That was fucking awesome. And I haven't done that on any other map. I've, you can only really do that on, on the Meteor map, which is why yeah. I do think it is probably the best designed one. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. like Because
0: it puts separation between you and everyone else because there's cover. Yeah. Whereas the other games, it's space. So there's just literally you fly out in fucking space. Yeah. And you can't do anything.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh but it's uh like that that is definitely a flaw of the game, but it's it's not a deal breaker for me. It just it feels like it's a bit of a like a learning situation. Sure. Uh, sorry, there's a dude outside my window on the balcony above me and he keeps like talking extremely loudly and leaning over the balcony Ah, and we made eye contact like twice now and it's fucking weird (laughs) anyway um, so what was I saying yeah yeah so uh, it it, it feels like it's a situation where like it's a learning issue where the more as players learn and learn like it's uh, like it's never going to be alleviated thanks to what appears to be the lack of robust matchmaking but
0: uh, I was going to say support because they're not from what they're saying there's no DLC it's done. yeah it's there's no updates right? yeah like they're Which done I, I think they're gonna change their tone pretty quickly but maybe not uh, <laughs> like is this game worth playing anymore at this stage if that's what they're gonna do not support it anymore
1: yeah that's it's pretty odd uh, that I did see that t- early today and yeah like it's a one and done game but uh it it's it's a multiplayer focus game like, you would imagine right. that it would probably need support over time to justify its existence. Uh, I mean, was it, this There,
0: we need to put one Star Wars game out a year, so there we go,
1: we're done, it's out. <laughs> maybe. Like, holy shit, maybe. That's a bit of a bummer. Um, My favourite VR yeah, game absolutely. is a, uh, a contractual obligation. Is that her? who's? What's that an indictment of? Star Wars games in general or uh, VR games in general? It's hard to tell. Something's coming off pretty poorly in this one. I'm not sure what it is. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Um, should we talk about the technical
0: issues? Uh, while we're at it? Let's what, do it. What technical um, issues? So they're they not fixing a... Uh, they, they've rolled out one patch which fixed VR support and crashing... Um, I never had that problem, but I think a lot of people have it. it was sort of just crashing at certain points, people
1: using VR. Um, right. I didn't have that. Anyway, I had I had Steam VR crashing, but that wasn't that big a deal. It didn't take down the game. That might I have just, been it. I would just restart oh. Steam VR and it would be fine.
0: Yeah. The uh one of the big ones is the Hotas support. So they've obviously been a big um uh supporter of People bringing in their fancy flight sticks and throttles into this game and they've officially supported a handful of them except they've done a poor job of implementing that the the biggest one being that um there's a dead zone issue oh yeah the joysticks yeah Uh, i'm having it with mine which is an officially supported uh hotas kit i don't know what you call them um for the game yeah so the, the the dead zone issue is that like you use your joystick and you move it in a direction and nothing happens <laughs> like it just doesn't move and then you get to a point where eventually the thing starts moving the the idea is that like the more you move it in a direction the more it's supposed to sort of Gradually turn the the vehicle or the spaceship. And so, once you you move it 100% to the right or left, that'll be like quickly turning. Uh, And if you move it a little bit to the right or left, then you'll get a little bit of movement. Same sort of way as if you're using like a controller and the analog sticks, right? But for whatever, the middle is kicking in like somewhere around the 50% mark and so you end up with this situation where you move the stick and like nothing is happening and you move it to about 40% nothing's still happening um so they've got these dead zone issues with the hotas stuff some people are coming around with uh workarounds which means they're updating like profiles and sort of like the graph the way that that works but yeah oh, man like i went i basically went back to I'm playing on a uh, controller, and I think that's probably the best way to play this game, mainly because it is—it's an in-between of like the X-wing and Tie Fighter games, or um, those really like really hardcore F- Star Wars flight simulator games, and somewhere between like a, a Rogue Squadron. It's in the middle. It's it's arcadey, but yep. it's not as deep as those flight simulator games. And so I think it's cool that they've given you the ability to use that equipment on in this game. Yep. Um, but at this stage, I'm not feeling any advantage. And that could be because of the dead zone issues and I've just had such a fucking terrible time playing. Yeah. Uh, but also the other issue is because I'm using a throttle, um, the way that the throttles work is there is resistance when you pull that throttle back and forth. The throttle is the accelerate and decelerate um and so unless you tie that to a button you're going to have a tougher time accelerating yeah. and decelerating this game so i think that's an issue uh my key my mappings were completely busted when i started it up mm. it was basically um my joystick seemed okay the throttle was all over the place i'd say 50% of the buttons weren't mapped and that caused an issue with the campaign because um, when you start learning the campaign, it's like, hey, press this button to do this and yeah, press this button yeah. to do that. I got an error that came up and said, your button is not mapped to continue this, check your mappings, and then restart the checkpoint. And so I went into my uh, my, my mappings and as I said, like 50% of them weren't set and it's stuff that I don't know what I should be setting it to. And so I was like, oh, okay. Uh, oh, it looks like my, my throttle is not set. So my actually, like, throttle the vehicle up and down wasn't actually mapped to something. It was mapped to a, um, like, a, a a dial on my HOTAS. So, like, a thing you spin. Oh, nice. uh, so I changed that to the throttle. Yeah. And then it got me past that section. I was like, all right, this is how you accelerate, decelerate. And then it came up again. Oh, one of your buttons isn't mapped. You need to restart the checkpoint and, you know, set the buttons. And I'm like, it's not telling me what button's not set, but it's just telling me that one of my buttons to continue this tutorial is not set and I was just like, fuck it. Like I can't sit here and map 50 buttons that I don't know what is going to do. Like generally I've talked about this before when you play these types of games because this thing has like 130 fucking buttons on it. That's when you get really hardcore community members that are like setting profiles and they'll uh, they'll give you like a, a layout sheet of like what buttons do what, like it's a little picture. Like you press this button and it does this. And for me to sit there and go through that entire setup with stuff that I don't actually know what it does yet, it's just a huge pain. Like for them to say they support this hardware and then not map all those buttons, it's just so strange to me. Uh, and then not map them correctly. Like why is my throttle on a fucking dial wheel? Like that's just, I, I can understand stand it in the t- meant- sense of wanting me to accelerate and decelerate really quickly. Yeah. But when I have a VR headset on, I'm not finding that button for the fucking life of me like where am i finding that button it, it i like you 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 could pay me a $1000 uh to try and get it first go, and i probably would fucking botch it up on the the first five tries because i don't know where i'm putting my hands um it's dumb like my throttle should be the fucking throttle that is what it's there for and so i i immediately went back to my controller and i think it's a better experience probably playing with the controller anyway just because oh, yeah. of the nature of the arcadiness of it um, and the things you can do.
1: I uh, I did. I started out trying to play on the PlayStation Four controller, and eventually went to the Xbox One controller. Um, because right. the PlayStation Four bindings, uh, they like what was weird was that by default it all seemed to work, hmm. but the. And I think we talked about this last week. I don't I don't need to know, like it doesn't need to tell me what button is what. Right? It uh fucking circle doesn't need to like say circle. It can say B or uh fucking A or three or whatever the fuck, right? It doesn't need to say circle for me to know to press the circle uh in a game. But uh in this case Or, like, it seemed like it was all mapped correctly and it just had weird names for it. But then after a little bit of play, it turned out that it was recognizing my PlayStation 3 controller as a flight stick. And so it was, like, wasn't recognizing a bunch of the inputs because, like, they didn't functionally exist. And uh, that was extremely confusing. Extremely confusing until I worked out how to fuck uh to get that like sorted which involved involved uh to add yeah. squadrons as a steam game uh but like as a non steam game steam mm. game uh so that it could use the like steam mappings for the PlayStation controller. Right. Because before that, initially how I got it working was I had to open up Big Picture and then open up Steam VR. Um, except no, I had to open up Steam VR and then open up Big Picture. Because if I did it in the other order, then you couldn't open up Steam VR once Big Picture was open. But you can you can do the reverse. Uh, and Big Picture is how like it sort of overrides everything and, and allows you to use a PlayStation Four controller. For some reason it's yeah. not natively supported. Even though it's plug and play, it's not natively supported. It's very yeah. annoying. Um, well, th- but, so
0: that's the problem with 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 this sort of setup. Is that like you you're plugging your your throttle and joystick, and it's like press button twenty four to uh, enable free view and you're like, what, what the what what button's twenty four? Like. Like I said there's like 130 yeah. buttons on this thing and I don't know what it is like what's button 24. The way that um Microsoft Flight Simulator got around that is that the officially supported uh HOTAS devices, oh, nice. they would put like a little image on the screen and you could look at it and be like, "Oh, yeah,
1: that's
0: my that's my um that's what I've got." And button 24 is this one here and it's got like an arrow point, or it's like red and flashing and you're like, "Oh, cool. I know what I'm supposed to press." Whereas yeah. in this game it's like press button 24 and I'm like, all right. So I just start pressing buttons. Like I'm just pressing it's None of these ones. How it's many could there one. be? There's yeah. only like 60 and so buttons I'm on just Spinning the dial not over here. Eventually.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. And eventually <laughs> like I press something and it fucking, the, the jets take off. I'm like, okay, cool. That is how I enable that thing. And it, it, so it just ends up being like 20 minutes of me in this tutorial pressing random buttons. Cause I don't know what button, like now it's saying press button 45. And uh, anyway, it's just implemented very poorly. Um, like they didn't. It's not like they put out. Oh, here's our officially supported devices. Uh, here is our button maps maps that you can use, and you can print them off, or you put them on your screen next to you, so you can play it while you know it's there. Not none of that stuff. Just like a a page dump of, uh, no. it, it, you know, here's here's your button control layouts, and there you go. Good luck. It's not done well at all. It's bad. Um, the other thing, the technical problems. Is the uh, the frame rate and the actual game is completely busted for whatever reason, um, and it looks like they're putting a patch out maybe tomorrow for this, but it's not running at the designated frame rate that you actually select in the game for the most part. If right. you're playing the game with a high frame rate monitor or even VR set headset, this is happening with, um, it'll tell you that it's running at that frame rate, but the game is by far it is not. Uh, So, I've got a 144 hertz monitor, and the game says it's running at 144. And for the most part, like the cockpit stuff and like certain things within the environment are running at 144, but the actual gameplay is not running at 144. It's running more at like somewhere between 30 and 60, and it's not 60.
1: I guarantee you that. The cockpit stuff and some of the other stuff, but the gameplay? What? So, like the hangar. And the menus are running at 144,
0: right? And the game is telling you it's running at 144, yeah. But the gameplay, like, it is not running at
1: 144. So once it's you're running in it, the cockpit and flying.
0: The animations look like they're still running at 144, uh, like right. the cockpit could be, but yeah. the stuff outside of that yeah. is not running at 144. It's running at like 30, maybe 40 something. Um, and so this is probably the highest thing on the technical list in terms of. That I've seen on Reddit and the discussion forums, where people have been trying to figure out how to fix it, and uh, the way that you can fix it at the moment, which is how, I'm fix- how I fixed it, was you change your frame rate down to sixty, yeah. um, and that'll make the ru- that'll make everything run at sixty. Right. So I-, I can't play it in- except for VR. I can't play it in VR still because it-, it hurts my fucking eyes. Like my eyes hurt when I'm playing this game because it's not running um at i don't know what my headset is i think it's like 90 80. 90 hertz 80. 80
1: the oculus is should 80. be
0: around there the vibe and not- uh i thought it was busted when i because i first started playing this game in vr and uh i turned down like a bunch of the settings and i'm like i don't know what's going on like this doesn't feel like it's working properly until eventually i just gave up on the headset after a couple of missions and went to um went across to the uh the main game and i'm like it's still running like shit in here like what is going on and i looked into it more and it was like the number one complaint on reddit well the two the two complaints were the sauce issues and the the frame rate issues and uh people were like oh you just jack your your frame rate down to 60 and that'll cap it like at 60 but at least it's working so i've got it running at 4k 60 now like flat 60 it yep. looks amazing and uh um, as far as I'm aware, they've said they have they're working on the problem, and there should be a patch to fix that tomorrow. So it's only affecting high frame rate monitors, and I think it's happening to you as well. You just maybe haven't noticed it because I watched your video back, hmm. and unless you goofed something with your video, it's definitely not running properly. Because that's what my game looks like.
1: All right? Can you take some then? Uh, I have screenshots as well. Some proper videos, that. like. Well, uh, just point out to me what I'm miss what what I'm missing here, because normally any frame. Did you rate render your video at, all, at thirty
0: frames per second, or do you run it at sixty? Because when I go to YouTube, it's saying it's running at sixty. But uh, that's not I rendered
1: it, it at sixty, but that's just so not like, sixty. I have got like a no, I don't think it. I I don't know what it out that. Uh, um, yeah, I've got a custom preset in Premiere that just auto does it to. Because there's all these other little settings you got to do in fucking YouTube that I don't want to dick about with every single fucking time, so I just click on the custom preset, dump it out. Because
0: YouTube says it's sixty.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. No, but the, it's, no, the output of like, Premiere is sixty, definitely sixty. have got yeah. but I don't know what. The I think you have the same problems, right?
0: Like, because when I watch it, any I'm favorites. like, that is what mine looks like when it was busted, and I'm like, it hurts my eyes in VR because I. It's just very jarring to see it like that. As soon as you change it and it's working, you're like, "Holy shit! This, gun, this game runs amazing. Like, it looks great." I'm running it. What am I looking? It looked for? like ass in VR. Like, it, it doesn't look like a good-looking game. But as soon as I got rid of the, the, I don't know why it looks like crap because I've got a 1440p uh, VR headset. It just everything looked bad. The frame rate was terrible. Uh, and then eventually, now I'm running it at 64K and it looks amazing. But it's it's a like the fact that this game was released in this state <laughs> is bonkers.
1: Like honestly, yeah. I'm I'm like I'm I think I'm more susceptible to fucking framerate issues in VR than you are, so I'm surprised that I didn't notice. Yeah.
0: I reckon after this you fire it up and have a mm-hmm. look and see what your settings are at and then see if they're set at 144 or whatever your I believe it's on cats. Yeah, that's what mine was. It Drop t- it down uncount. to sixty, and then fire yeah. it back up and see what it looks like. But how's that? Because gonna... you, you can't. You have to. Are oh, you gonna have to do it without VR though? Because you can't change it in VR. Right. Yeah. I'll send just some video of my game, what it looks like in thirty right. in sixty. Compare it to yours in thirty. It looks like it's thirty. I don't know. It's, it's right. bit weird. Don't know. it might be weird. Doesn't
1: matter anyway. Any more spew though, so I'm okay with it.
0: Like I'm hoping this patch comes out tomorrow, and they that's on the list of things they fixed uh, cuz then I'll jump back in with the VR cuz at this stage like it looks impressive in VR like when you first jump in but I couldn't play it it was just like like moving around too quickly and it was like all blurry and uh I don't think it looked good in VR compared to what I expected um so yeah right I, i'm sure we'll talk about it again next week but it's just it's
1: just i don't don't understand how it was released in that state you and should uh, you should try and play with us, because as far as I can tell, we exclusively get dumped on US servers anyway. I don't know if there's fucking Aussie servers for this game. I do not think I've played a game where we I felt check. like I had a like I had good ping. I feel yeah. I, like ends when we get randos, they always have American accents. Oh,
0: uh, yeah, like, we can check. Um, there's ways. Yeah, there's ways. I, I can check that um I was a ex-server engineer um I, I had a Russian dude in my game the other day it was very right. interesting just muted he was talking extremely loudly he was at talking someone
1: about trying to like alter the outcome of the election so you're like well <laughs> no, <that's- Yeah. laughs> possibly um I just like but- unmute everyone in every game now like except for people in the discord with me and after the time I want to mute them because it's fucking and he just won't shut the fuck up right
0: oh, but nice. like,
1: yabby yabby.
0: I, I guess I'm interested in playing with a team just to see how the the uh, sort of different flights or the, the, the different sort of dynamics work in terms of like support and attack classes and bombers like how that plays oh. out because I've, I've tried a c- couple of games where I just go like support and I'll be like healing people and ion cannons yep. and that sort of thing because um, I think that'd be interesting, and we will putting like turrets around and that sort of stuff. No, but-
1: you can't do that. You can't do that because I did that for a daily quest, and mm. then Squirrel got a bunch of kills, and he wouldn't shut the fuck up about it for the rest of eternity. Because I was right. I was iron cannoning these enemies, and he would then finish them off, and he was like, I'm "The greatest! Oh, hey, I'm the best! Oh, oh I'm so good yeah. at the game now!" And it's like. Yeah, okay, so you finally managed to kill anything at all, despite having, I think his kill-death ratio is 0.43, I think he said? Yeah. 0.43 is, I didn't even know that got that low. I was embarrassed because my my win-loss ratio is 0.45, despite (laughs) having a kill-death ratio of 1.5-something. Like, I do my best, but uh, it's not enough. It's not enough. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So you can't do support. What we do is we all go in a wings, and then we just death ball. <laughs> Me Did and Nader you use is a rapid fire. No, no, we were, we were, but we switched off it uh, because uh, it's just easier if, like, you don't need it when there's three people or single target focused on one I person. Would just think about it. If everybody's got rapid fire, <laughs> I think that's broken. It must be broken
0: because I got that in the campaign. I'm like, this is dumb. There is, are sorry, why would you go anything else? Very
1: clear balancing issues on some of the things. Uh yeah. on on some of the weapons and some of the weapon combos. But um Yeah. Like as as we worked out more and more of how to like effectively communicate, we just became a more efficient team. Uh I think we won a game uh thirty to like three or something. It cannot yeah. have been like, fun.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's stuff in there that playing on a controller makes me think there's probably buttons on the OTAs that would um, allow me to do things that other people wouldn't normally, like uh, being able to select the target in front of me as opposed to just next target. Because uh, it's that, got this radio. But doesn't that just select the next thing in your list? No,
1: A selects the next one.
0: What does left trigger do? I can't remember. I haven't played
1: it for like three days. Uh, does left trigger
0: select the thing that you're pointing at?
1: Yeah, left trigger selects your target in front. A selects your next target in range. Right. Uh, depending on your targeting, uh, targeting like preferences. Yeah. That you select the, the radial. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
0: Um, and then just things like the diverting power to shields or armor it's kind of like one or the other i think there's probably some settings you can tweak in the hotas settings to be like oh i want to put 10 percent 10 percent to power more 10 yeah. percent more like increments which is how the old school games used to work you'd like yeah you could yeah. either like set them to full or 50 percent or increments and it like looks like there's enough button.
1: increments that you could actually do all that as well because it's listed there right it's, it's exactly on, right yeah. little motches
0: like i think all that stuff is really good the way it like um displays that information for you in the ui like it's it's an actual like hud like it's stuff in the vehicle like here is your acceleration and here is your like um i don't know what they call it but like the the sweet spot of the vehicle like if you set your acceleration to here or your throttle this is your your uh optimal point to be able to turn the vehicle um, or spaceship, I don't know what you call it. Um, like if it's set here, that's the most you're going to get in terms of turning. If you turn any, if you thrust, sorry, decelerate anymore, you're not going to get quicker turning. Like that's just not going to do anything. Like stuff in the UI that would be um, usually something on like in a first person shooter, just be on the screen. Yeah. Like as an icon, whereas this is like in the environment. You need to see it there. It's 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 working well. So, yeah. like I like that sort of stuff how it's all set up and everything's got like a universal language to it. It's not like in the X-Wing it's not it's not different to like the a TIE Fighter, like it's all sort of very similar in terms of its its look. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so its language is is pretty well done. But yeah. like I think it's I think it's a fine game. Like it's it's not doing anything that blows me away. It's not really the thing that the hardcore X-Wing versus TIE Fighter fans wanted, but it's also not the thing that the uh the rogue squadron people wanted it's very much a bit in the middle um and then i think the thing that tops it off for me is just that campaign is just not good it's that's the biggest letdown is that for the people that played those classic x-wing alliance games and x-wing versus tie fighter and that sort of stuff like you played those games for the the campaign yeah because that's how awesome those things were it was like this as well (laughs) yeah and and they were really good interesting unique stories and missions like the first missions would always be it wouldn't be about dog fighting it would be like scan scanning fucking yeah. uh canisters to find like spice in them or something like that right and then eventually it would ramp you up to fighting giant um starships and like taking out shield generators and like weapon, like power systems like kind of what this game does but in in squadrons you kind of just you go from dogfight to fleet battle to dogfight like that is every mission over and over again there's no there's no
2: it's,
0: it's a very action-paced game you know what i mean it's just very one note you're just doing the same thing every single mission from one after the other and there's no variety there but that's because that the game is just not that hardcore flight simulator experience it's it's very much a action focused game and so the people that wanted that aren't really gonna get much out of it because the story is just so bland as well um
1: yeah i don't know anyway talking about when you've got vr working in a way that doesn't make you want to spew i guess Uh, Yeah, it doesn't make me want to spew i'm just like my my eyes are on fire watching this like why is it Uh, being so slow Cause yeah, like I, I, I don't know, man. Like, played it way longer than I should have. I like, dreamt in Star Wars, which I haven't done in fucking mm. decades. Uh, like, yeah, it was phenomenal. I know I, key it all to the, the VR, like just that huge inexperience. experience. It was fucking amazing, right? Uh, but yeah, I guess yeah, it depends on whether or not it's. Working in a way that you can stomach.
0: Mm. Yeah, I mean, hopefully they roll that out soon because uh, this patch. Because if it ends up being a thing where they take some a couple of weeks to fix, at that stage, right, it ain't it ain't worth it. Especially yeah. if they're not going to roll out any more content. Like if they're done with this game,
1: which I, I sh- really, I really hope they're not done. That would be. I believe they're going to change I, their mind, right? I just I feel like this game has so much fucking potential.
0: Yeah. But at this stage, it might be too late as well. Like if they've already made the decision not to do any more updates, what and nice. if they start now, like yeah.
1: it'll take. Too hey, long hey, we're going to roll out new ships. Much,
0: yeah. How long is that going to take? Like three or four months. Yeah, and then it's too late. <laughs> yeah, like it's a type of thing where you plan for it to be a live service game, and then you know, three weeks from now, hey, and here's hold two new ships.
1: I'll you. back your Yavin map. Yeah, Yavin's gone. I mean, shit. Four guys made basically the same fucking mistake, right? Like, mm. uh, I mean, we did actually say this would happen ahead of time, right? Uh, but like, yeah, like we were saying before it came out, if if they didn't have a regular schedule of like content updates, then it was going to get stale pretty quickly. Gonna and it was going to fall off, and that is essentially exactly what's happened. I mean, they've rolled out a couple of things, but for the most like part, like small things. But season two is only just either just started this week or starting next week, and that's one of those situations where you're like, well, yeah, it probably should have been sooner. Yeah, uh, I mean,
0: uh, yeah, Fall, fall Guys. I, I guess the one, the one that's sort of taken over that as well is you think about Among Us, right? And how much did Among Us eating to the Fall Guys? breakfast
1: 100 but i think that that was it was a space that was you know they were looking for something else to do not necessarily uh you know they'd, they'd had enough of four guys when looking for something else to play not and if they'd still been having a good time with four guys then it wouldn't have been a question mm. yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> anyway um yeah it sucks yeah, anyway. man because I, I feel like squadrons has a like a good base for it to go off it's yeah. just um because the flying is just so good it's just done so well uh, there's just bits in there that I'm like oh, I wish this was done a bit better and uh, you know you, you see you see some of the things you can do maneuvering those ships inside of like the map you were talking about with uh the space the spaceship or just even around like the asteroid field that I was fighting in you know cutting your engines and drift boosting and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Like that stuff is cool. You couldn't do that sort of thing in the old classic games. So they've they've put in some awesome, very arcadey maneuvers that showed up in like the uh Star Wars films, right? <laughs> like the sort of things you see on in the films these days. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Go and watch right. my video if you want to see it in action, although apparently uh it's framier than I can see. (laughs) I'll I'll go
0: record some 60 FPS footage in in 4K, and I'll show you what it looks like. I still
1: think it looks fucking out of this world in my (laughs) VR. I'm just out of like, I'm just fucking blown away. Yeah.
0: All right. Should we smash through some news quickly and uh, get out of here? All right. First up, we've got uh, Cyberpunk 2077. Some good news for us. Hmm. It's coming out. It's actually coming out. It's, it's coming gone gold, me which means it's done at this stage. Yes, um, I know some people were very worried about this. I wasn't worried once we started seeing the marketing going up because at that stage, uh, that, that horse is bolted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're um they're pretty set. Once you see like marketing things going up and people spending a lot of money on on fucking
1: nba finals ads (laughs) what's yeah as soon as you see an ad during the nba finals you're like oh with keanu reeves in it (laughs)
0: like (laughs) all right this game's definitely coming out this year
1: oh yeah but yeah um i'm i'm pumped i know uh yeah i know most people are similarly pumped but uh yeah it feels like it feels like we've been waiting for this one it's been a it's been a year it's been a bit of a year and Mm uh cyberpunk feels like could be the the light at the end of the tunnel i think you're not supposed to go for the light at the end of the tunnel i don't know uh whatever a better analogy feels like the better analogy at the end of this sentence um yeah am i'm i'm excited i can't fucking wait uh I've been hanging out for fucking so long to play it. Uh, you've, I don't know if you've been seeing some of the leaks and stuff. The map got leaked and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, it looks I like a look very it. dense map. Uh, like there's a lot of density to it, which I find exciting.
0: And also, uh, you don't from that map. You don't get the uh, the verticality, right? Because that's one thing they've yeah. talked about is that it's 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 not flat.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and that's what I meant by the density, you know. Like, oh yeah, I haven't seen the map,
0: so I don't know. Right. I thought you might have just meant that like there's
1: a bunch of shit packed in. You're like, yeah, whatever. Uh, yeah, no, it's not like a Assassin's Creed map or some shit. Anyway, um, yeah, like it's it's one of those situations where we're almost on the home stretch. Like there's a month to go before or a month and a month and a half, I guess. A month and ten days, right? A month and eleven days actually, mm-hmm. uh, before it's out. So, yeah, I mean, six weeks, it feels pretty fucking, pretty close. I might be more excited about Cyberpunk than I am about the new consoles. <laughs> than I am about the new consoles, to be honest, uh, because it's something to actually play. Like, right. God knows I am excited for Demon Souls, uh, but, yeah, yeah, it's it's not a lot. Demon Souls has that
0: thing about it where you're like, is it gonna feel like an old game? Yeah. Or yeah. Yeah, exactly. It, because we haven't played it, it's not like oh, remember this? Like when we were playing Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Yeah. Like yeah, you get that nostalgia thing. Whereas we we don't have that for Demon Souls, and so it could be just
1: like this game feels bad. <laughs> like it looks yeah. pretty,
0: don't feel good.
1: Yeah, I guess. Uh-huh, like, I can- I can see why they changed this for Dark Souls. Yeah. <laughs> I can see why I can zip line everywhere now. <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway. Uh, gone Gold. Gone Gold. Nice one.
0: Um, next up, we've got uh, some Marvel Spider-Man news. Uh, Peter Parker has been recast in the, I guess, franchise. So this one comes from the PlayStation blog. It says... In order to bring the best performances to players with our next generation Marvel Spider-Man games, we have recast the face of Peter Parker. We loved working with John Bubniak, I think that's how you pronounce it, on the original game. However, to get the best match to Peter Parker slash Spider-Man actor, Yuri Lowenthal's face capture, we have cast Ben Jordan to be the new face model for Peter Parker on the PlayStation 5 console. His his looks incredible. Sorry, he looks incredible in the game. And Yuri's moving performances take on a new life. A lot of backlash about this. Um, about this change. I like a lot. Really, to, to the really point get where people it. working on the game were getting death threats, which is ridiculous. Uh, yeah, um, idiotic. It's always ridiculous to yeah. do that sort of thing. Um, anyway... I, I guess uh, I get a lot of the complaints span to uh, this new face model looking a lot younger than uh, what was originally cast, and um, a lot of a lot of people sort of pointing it towards looking a lot more like the current Marvel Spider-Man cinematic universe, right. Tom Holland take. Um, yeah. You've had a look. What, what's sort of your takeaways from what what's going on here? Do you I believe mean,
1: them? It like I I can't yeah, I honestly can't understand why it matters to people. Like what 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 is there to get upset about?
0: I think it's the attachment to this character's look from an established
1: uh he spends ninety nine percent of his time in that game with a fucking mask over his head. How could it possibly <laughs> fucking matter? That is insanity. Uh, Like a full... Not just a full face mask. A full fucking head mask. You cannot see his fucking head. It's Mm. just... It could be anyone. Why does it fucking... Why... Why would you send death threats over this? How fucking unhinged must you be? Why would you send death threats in general? But holy shit. Over this? Like motherfucker anyway
0: um <clears throat> the bit i do not believe is mm-hmm. the uh the reasoning behind it to me sounds weird i don't buy the reasoning that my guess a better face match for my
1: guess was that like they couldn't get the original guy for some miles morales stuff and they just figured it was easier to yeah do it the other I, way i reckon it was a money thing to me, oh. that's where I'm
0: going.
1: With the old uh, Terrence Howard mm. situation. Terrence Howard, uh, Don Cheadle, War Machine.
0: Like, I'm, I think what would have settled me better is if they came out and they said, like, a technical fucking demonstration. Like, here's what it used to look like, and here's yeah. what it looks like now. Not, not in terms of, like, the, the, it's. um side by side like in the game like they're saying that the skele- skeletal skeleton skeletal, skeleton skeletal i don't know how to say it like the skeletal, um, skeletal maybe yeah. um of the face did not match yuri who is the voice of very well known uh video game voice actor doesn't match his face and so they cast someone else that's similar but then do you then go recast everybody in that game at this stage, because they don't match, because there's plenty of people that do not have the same face shape as uh, their characters in the game, and so I think that's where the the line for me is kind of fuzzy. Like, I want to see the differences. Why, or are you literally just making shit up? <laughs> why can't Yuri's face? Because he's old. He he is like forty something at this stage. He's the voice of the the prince from the Prince of Persia. He's it's it's, it's, it's He's a not a
1: twenty-three-year-old. You can make him look however the fuck you want.
0: Yeah, de-age him. Do whatever you want.
1: It's just yeah. yeah. Like, have you seen seen the Irishman or fucking mm. Samuel Jackson hobbling his way down some stairs in Captain Marvel? Yeah. Why the fuck is I agree. young? Like that's shit. why.
0: That's why I just don't
1: like. All a bit I
0: don't weird. get it. I, I I understand they um. You look at the Last of Us part two right they made Ellie look a bit more like the actress that that plays her right um but at the same time I don't think like Joel looks exactly like the actor that plays him and so I don't know it's just a weird thing I feel like it's a weird thing for them to come out and say this is the reasoning and then not provide any sort of like a demonstration of how this is better as opposed to just be like, yeah, this is why. Because to me, it just sounds like it was a money thing. Like the original actor potentially wanted to get paid more because he was the face of it or something. Or or they couldn't get him back because something like, or they, yeah, I don't know. It just doesn't make sense to me. Because at this point, now I start being like, why don't you recast some of these other actors then? Because they don't look anything like their characters in the game. Like you've got... The 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 yeah. actress that plays um, uh, Mary Jane does not look like the face model for Mary Jane, right? Yeah. And so do we? St- how far down this line do you end up going? It's yeah. just weird, it's strange to me.
1: Yeah, yeah. I
0: like I <sighs> I don't have a problem with them recasting him. I just think the explanation is it doesn't make sense to me as to why they did it. So. Anyway, we will see how that turns out Um, because they're obviously going ahead with it. Next up, more PlayStation news. I saw this one on Twitter the other day that PlayStation is changing the X and O buttons, which (laughs) are the cancel and confirm uh, buttons in Japan to realign with the rest of the world. This is just something we talked about, I think, last week. Someone asked us a question about it. Um, Yeah. Like, especially in Nintendo games where those buttons are mixed around. And yeah. it's like that in Genshin Impact when you play a controller, the cancel button is A or I don't know. I'm using the Xbox controller. X. And yep. yeah, and the <laughs> the uh, the O button and X button are Confirmed. sort of like switched around. And so every time I go into a menu, I cancel out of it instead of accepting something, I'm like, oh and your attack button is different and you can't change it in that game. So hopefully this will fix those problems. You can't
1: use a controller on the mobile version, you have to. Use your giant fucking gorilla hands over 90% of your visual fucking viewable screen. So it's just a good game. Just a top-notch fucking game that I've ever How do we get
0: from PlayStation to shitting on that game again? I think the problem is you're playing it on mobile. How is that my fault? You have a perfectly good PC ready to
1: go. but It's a mobile game. That's why it's got gacha it? horse shit all throughout it. Ah. Maybe, maybe. Uh, anyway, Let's see. Good change. Uh, do it. I mean, on the other hand, uh, I don't. I don't know why it couldn't stay the same. Uh, I don't see how it matters one way or the other. Like I don't know what this change is in aid of, but uh, I guess it's probably
0: localization stuff right it's another thing they don't have to localize and test by
1: switching those buttons around I don't know I suppose but like is it like is it is it worth the backlash I don't know like I honestly don't care one way or the other Japan would just do it they don't care would I care that's the the question is right would I care if they switched it the other way oh yeah you'd care You'd, you'd send death threats
0: but people in Japan they don't care. They don't care. They're they're happy. You reckon they don't They're care? happy
1: either way. They're just happy to have a PlayStation. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. Uh I don't think so. I think they're upset. Uh not all of them, but some of them are upset. I've seen i I've seen some reactions. Some hilarious reactions. Someone called it uh cultural imperialization. Which right. is about the weebiest thing I've ever seen in my life. Anyway, um, mm-hmm. yeah, who cares? Um, that's cool. Like we're we're two for two, no, two for three rather on Who Cares news. Uh, we got something that I care about, or what? What do you got next? No, nah. PlayStation Five teardown. Did you watch this? I, I did see this. Yes. Holy actual! It's a dude pulling fuck. apart a PlayStation for. 10 minutes. The size of this fucking thing. Holy fuck. It's his... Like, it's bigger than his fucking chest. The heat sink on this thing is probably bigger than his fucking heat. Like, his rib cage. Like, you can install that thing and call a fucking Atlas mech. This... Insanity. I've never seen anything like it. It's two giant fans on either side of the world's greatest heat sink. And the PlayStation 5 hardware itself is probably a f- the size of a fucking matchbox, but it's just attached to all this heatsink shit so that it doesn't fucking... Because they've been so fucking... They've been roasted so seriously, thanks to all the people were talking about how it's, the PlayStation 4 sounds like a jet engine. They're like, yeah. oh yeah? We'll fuck will show them. <laughs> PlayStation 5 is the size of a fucking house, but it's mostly heatsink, so it's going to be silent. Silence. Well, fuck yep. you let's hear it now cunts so what are you gonna make <laughs> fun of us for now cunts and immediately someone's like uh do i need to get a new like a do i need to install it in my home office so that i've got space to fit this fucking thing and they're like fuck they've always found something to roast us on every single time these motherfuckers find some little thing to give a shit about and you're like. It's not a little thing, because the PlayStation 5 is huge, Cuts! And that's exactly how this goes down. Anyway, uh, you uh, you can just plug an SSD into it when you want to expand your memory. That's you cute. don't need to buy a proprietary SSD from hmm. Seagate. True story, uh, the worst failure rate... Of any hard drives I've ever had, I had three Seagate hard drives die on me, and I've Mm. never bought a Seagate hard drive since. So, uh... Maybe one day. Uh, When I want to install uh, Black Ops Cold War Warzone onto my Xbox, and I'm like, (laughs) oh, yeah, I need to buy an expansion card so I can fit the fucking thing. Possible. Very possible. Anyway. Um... So, I thought it was cool. I don't know. They've got Liquid Metal. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, Liquid Metal. That's so interesting. I'm like, uh, what the fuck is Liquid Metal? Some Terminator stuff. Yeah, like fucking Robert Patrick up in his bitch. Like, cool. Uh, I don't know what does, but apparently it's very cool. And that pun intended, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, apparently it's very good for... As a cooling solution, it's better than uh, thermal paste. Isn't thermal paste liquid metal? Maybe I mean, it's, it's metal I think and it's, it's metal. It's liquidy. It metal? Thermal paste, isn't it? I thought it was just a metal color, like what, silver. Like, silver. <laughs> l- l- no, let's let's look
0: this up. Yeah, let's let's spend time right now looking this,
1: this is, up. This is it. Oh, I don't like. Uh, Fuck off! Come on. All okay. right. Uh, uh. No. What? Okay. Uh, I don't think it is. Superconductive wrote... paste. Yeah. What is it made of? Silicon based. Yeah. You lose. Oh no! There's a metal based. It's the by far the most popular and effective thermal paste. Yeah, silver is a metal. And I've got a silver fucking thermal paste. The of course color. it is. It's the color. It's not the. Three, it's actual <laughs> silver fuck face. Sure. Metal thermal paste. Metal thermal paste. Okay. Come on. Let's let's see this shit. What is conductive thermal paste made of? Thermal grizzly. How how the fuck is that helpful? Fucks. What color is your microphone, Jeb? Metal. It's made of metal, cunt plastic. Like, my That's microphone is made of metal Like, prove me wrong It's. I won't tap it, because that'll be very annoying for people But it is made of metal There's no question that my fucking microphone is made of metal Alright Is your we'll microphone see. made of metal? No, it's black <laughs> <laughs>
0: Alright Anyway, moving on No, no, not moving on I'm i saw this video go up and the most disappointing thing for me was i wasn't able to write a news story about this anywhere because my headline would have been like playstation vp voids warranty on playstation 5 (laughs) and just that No, watch watch playstation vp void warranty on playstation 5 because you know he did
1: oh absolutely there was, there was one point where he was peeling off a sticker and there was, like, tiny little writing on it. I'm like, I bet if we could read it, it would say removing this sticker voids your warranty. 100%. <laughs> right. yeah. I guess the, the, the cool thing we get a look of here is how
0: easy it is to remove the enclosure, the actual, like, yeah. panels on the sides. And that has to mean they're doing, like, custom cases, right? You'd think if they're uh, that easy yeah. to remove, we're going back to the days where... Mm.
1: Um I've got a I've got a Modern Warfare idea. 2 faceplate for my Xbox 360. There you
0: go. This is my Alan Wake. No, no one can see that. My Alan Wake Xbox 360 faceplate. Like we, we're going back. Um, but that also means that you end up with uh you know these exclusive consoles of the bundles where they do the go spend 750 bucks on the, the new final fantasy console or, you know, but at the same time, maybe they end up making more money by being like, Hey, you can buy these face plates and they're 50 bucks. Something like that. Maybe they think they'll sell more.
1: Maybe. Yeah. I mean, it seems like a money making idea. What, what faceplate would you get? You get a Spider-Man one, wouldn't you? Out of the launch games? Like just in general, if you get anything. Uh-huh.
0: I don't know. It depends on what it looks like.
1: Spider-Man? Maybe. Depends on what it looks like. I don't know. Like, obviously, if it's a cool one. Maybe.
0: Maybe. I don't know. I have to fit my aesthetic at home. I can't have a fucking giant, like, yellow and blue cyberpunk-looking thing sitting there, like, next to my TV, because people be like, what's that? The fridge? I'm like, no, it's a PlayStation. (laughs) The fridge is on the other side.
1: Well, the what's is- that? The, the monolith from fucking Space Odyssey. <laughs> How come yeah. half of your uh, living room is taken up by like one giant yellow and blue thing? Hmm. Uh yeah, that's uh, that's my PlayStation Five. It uh, has the square footage of a uh, Sydney apartment. It's pretty good. Uh, with a You're higher kind of yeah, we had to rent a new place just to fucking fit the thing into the And then just run a HDMI cable from the place next door. Uh, it was bad for the family next door. We had to boot them out, but uh, what are you going to do? Yeah, I can play Cyberpunk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it won't sound like a jet Engine. So, uh, finally, mm. perfection. Yep. All
0: right, moving on. We got uh, World of Warcraft Shadowlands has been delayed until the end of the year. Um, so this was originally slated for this month. Mm-hmm. um being pushed back a little bit because they're still working on stuff but in the meantime they're going to be rolling out the pre-patch pretty soon within the next week um which is usually the thing that sort of gears up to the main events I guess they start rolling out new updates and changes to the game and the world um looks like it's not going to be too big of a wait uh, they haven't actually given a specific date yet but probably before people go on holidays i would say (laughs) maybe november ish um sometime would probably be a good spot they've 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 rolled out warcraft updates in november before so yeah it wouldn't surprise me if this is like just a month delay um yeah at this point anyway i've been playing a bunch of warcraft recently gearing up for this so i'm looking forward to it um it's good fun i know you're you haven't played it for a while so Probably not going to check it out.
1: Uh, I'm probably not going to check it out. No. Um, I'm, I, th- I think the delay was obviously a good thing. Uh, you know, it's a difficult year for everyone, so uh, anything that they can do yeah. to give them as much time as possible. Um, I did see a road sign with the uh, like a big. They had advertising while I was uh, I was driving, and they had a big uh, yeah banner. Billboard. Oh, okay, electronic billboard, and it had the wrong date on it. I'm like, Phew. but it was like the day it had been announced. I'm like, oh boy, oh well. yeah, that's a bummer.
0: I mean, at least they didn't have Keanu up there, like, that's true. I <laughs> didn't waste Very that much true. money. It probably cost them 500 bucks or something to put that billboard on, <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. next up, we got the NBA 2K21 next gen gameplay reveal, which uh. They did this on Twitter first, and then they chucked it up during the NBA finals, uh, which is a weird way to go about it, but sure thing. Um, It goes for a couple minutes, and my goodness, this thing looks nuts.
1: Like, it is insane. It looks good. It does. Uh, uh, It is... I think what startled me the most was the hair, because I think hair has always been one of the the weakest points in these games. Uh, It's probably like the dumbest thing to give a shit about, but I think it's just that uncanny valley sort of feature for me. Like I think they've, they've done eyes really well, or at least the reflection of light off eyes, I think is one Mm -hmm. of the things that nailed for a long time. But then, yeah, you pan away from this like tiny sliver of the face down to where their beard is. And, Fucking paroled Steph Curry looks like he's got mange in every basketball game for the last seven years. And you're like, man could shoot though. Like, God damn. <laughs> that is a bad, bad beard. That's like, I think that's why LeBron and James Hart grew their beards out properly. Just so... So like, going to fix it? Yeah, because it's easier to just do a bulk bunch of hair as opposed to you know five o'clock shadow in in games just looks like garbage most of the time but uh holy Mm -hmm. fuck man yeah it looks fucking good which is pretty cool uh so they're talking about like
0: um yeah super sweaty there's (laughs) uh obviously a lot of stuff being done with crowd and you can obviously see like the differences between um how they're sort of simulating crowd and uh and that's i guess and how you know it's not a basketball game as well because there's people the basketball um (laughs) but they're doing things like um uh that that one shot where it's like an above the game and they've called like a timeout or it's something's going on but there's like people moving in they've got like cheerleaders and and mascots and people getting up from their seats and moving around like players walking back to their benches coaches walking around like that stuff looks Hmm. crazy crazy good um and then you've got the ray tracing off the uh the floor courts and yeah it's 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 looking really good like there's a comparison video going around yesterday between uh that and 2k21 just current gen and like how it's how different it looks and yeah it's staggering like how much of a like nba 2k21 looks really good full stop and then this is like next gen looks even better um it's yeah it's it's a bit of a leap so mm. I'm interested to see how it looks like or how it plays in game like how it runs and that sort of stuff but in terms of like its visual fidelity it looks uh very impressive looks so a far. little
1: bit framey uh, <clears throat> yeah when uh, Curry was coming out of the tunnel I think oh, yeah. maybe Steph Curry the- or uh Seth Curry who, who the fuck helped? yeah of course it was Steph Curry he was the one coming out of the tunnel no who was coming out of the
0: tunnel? Um, uh, Luca, wasn't it Luca running out? He's oh, it was like, Luca. Yeah, my bad. He, he's Oops. pounding Mark Cuban. He's there? for some Yes, reason. my bad. Oops. Yeah.
1: Actually, <laughs> Actually speaking, speaking of why would was, we? Why like why would you hype up a game with a, like a uh, in twenty twenty, right? Mm. Why would you hype up a game with a match between the Mavericks and the Warriors? Who the fuck? because I think they they're going for. That these, are the, these supers, are the next generation of superstars. Yes. Yeah. 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 Fucking just stop, like, stop goofing about NBA. Okay. Just put LeBron in it and just have LeBron in it for the next 20 fucking years because we all know he's not going anywhere, right? He's invincible. Now that I've said that he's going to shatter his ankles in the next game. Uh, like, Saturday's match. I've done yeah. it. I've screwed it yep good work there goes the 3-1 lead um
0: next up we got rainbow six siege news tachanka is getting a rework finally uh they've released some gameplay video have you had a chance to check this out yet no i haven't i haven't all right so i can enlighten you um his uh his lmg which used to be stationary so tachanka would be a um defensive unit where you would find a corner in a room plop it down and it was like a, a light machine gun that would shoot a lot of bullets very quickly yeah. <clears throat> they've tried to fix him uh, in some some updates by giving him like a shield in front of him and some more defensive cover but it uh, hasn't worked so this new this new update will be making him mobile um, the LMG will now be something he can pick up and move around with um it's the same gun from what they're saying does the same amount of you know, damage on walls and that sort of thing. It does a lot of damage on walls. And then his secondary will be like a, a basically like a grenade launcher that shoots um, fireballs and flames. So you'll be able to aerial denial people from coming in. He's currently got five of them. Feel like that'll be toned down a little bit. Um, uh, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. Maybe it's sort of, I think the way that we're sort of pointing it is like an alternative to smoke because smoke has a bunch of uh gas grenades that he can throw out and areas and eye people um i guess we'll see right maybe maybe 5 is too many maybe he needs like 4 at this stage but i don't know i've i'm how I long know, does, how, how
1: long does fire last for like that's fucking know. crazy yeah. so like one dude could if you were able to lock down the other direction one dude could hold an entire fucking side mm. for how long like Let's say fire. fire lasts for, yeah, I'm watching it now. Like, yeah, if it, it lasts a while, like, yeah, that's like 30 seconds. That's a quarter of a fucking round. That's yeah. insane.
0: Yeah. They've, uh yeah, they've, they've changed him. I mean, I guess he's viable now. Like, definitely in terms of.
1: Oh, he's got the he's got I? the Zephyr withstand thing as
0: well. He can get himself back up. He can get himself back up if he finds himself trapped in his own fire. So if he hurts oh, is
1: himself... Oh, uh, okay. I'm watching it without without sound.
0: So, uh, at least that's what I thought they meant. Um, right. I haven't played Siege in a while, but that's what I sort of took away from this video. Is that if he hurts himself with his own fire, he can get himself back up? How does it normally right.
1: work? Uh, Sophia gets herself back up. By she's damaging a, herself? or No, nah, just fucking oh, gets okay. back up. There's oh, fears in the game. You fucking finish that crazy, crazy chick.
0: Okay, yeah, maybe he is. Maybe that's how it works. Um. Uh, anyway, good change. It's one that's been. I mean, I've talked to them about this a bunch. The developers yeah. and, uh, they were still still thinking, trying to think of ways to fix this. And this looks like a, you know, decent way to do that. Uh, um, yeah. Cool. And the last story we've got is the OPL is uh, shutting down. And this includes the the League of Legends Australian office as well, as far as I'm aware. You might have more info. I've only read a little bit into this
1: last night. Riot in Australia is shutting down. And, uh, yeah, like, uh, so the OPL is shut and Riot Sydney is shut. And um, that's basically all there is to it. They're, They're... opening up the um, American, the North American uh, League so that uh, OCE players will be able to fill a slot on LCS rosters without taking sure. up one of the uh, import slots. Uh-huh. Um, so there's a chance that we might see either something, like we might see something like there are already a number of players uh, over in NA uh, for filling filling uh, import slots, but we might see something alternative like a, like in a, a full OC roster or something. It, there's definitely a possibility for that sort of gimmick right. uh, stuff. Um, it, I, I think it has traditionally done quite well in Counter-Strike, like with a hundred thieves, uh, formerly renegades that always seem to work pretty well in terms of uh, like garnering support. Um, yeah otherwise uh yeah basically the league of legends scene in australia is going to have to sort of fend for itself and this is pretty disappointing off the back of what was a really good run from legacy in the in worlds mm. uh i watched their games i thought they played quite well they were like constantly improving and like lifting to the challenge presented before them they've always been Sort of uh, on the back foot. Uh, Riot has never really given any any Australian teams any fucking hope. You know, it's always been like it's it's crazy the way Riot treats smaller regions, uh, Oce in particular, considering the love mm. Oce has for League of Legends. Uh, they just don't just don't get any fucking love out of riot you know there's this all one way um like yeah it seems to me riot doesn't give a fuck about australia at all yeah pay lip service to australia wherever they want and yeah like they don't even this will, this will seem quite irrelevant but they don't even know what fucking australian animals are like anyway like just shit absolute garbage and uh it's, it's, this it's even sorry go Oh, it's just got me fucking super, super annoyed. Like the they cancelled Riff Rivals in this region without ever really giving it a fucking chance to succeed. They constantly dicked the OPL about, uh, and and expected more and more. And like you can see, like content wise, that the OPL wound up like informing like creating a lot of content that was just basically aped. Like, fuck, fucking right. Mm. I just distinctly remember being asked to do a a content strategy uh, meeting with them when I was esports editor at Red Bull. Uh, And they uh, they got me in a meeting and they were like, oh, so what can we help you achieve at Red Bull? Because we really want to, you know as much content as possible. And I'm like, well, these are the things I want to do. And then those motherfuckers went and did all of those things. And like, not only that, but they shut down, they shut down those ideas, Uh shut down my ability to successfully do them. And then they went and did them themselves. So I've always been pretty fuck right for that one. But uh yeah, like they just, the, the way they treated players, the way they treated fucking organizations and yeah. Fuck Riot. Like, I'm so fucking done with uh with Riot in general.
0: Hmm. Yeah, to me, it's a weird decision because um, they've obviously got the League of Legends to come off the, the back of, but they just launched a brand new game as well. And so yeah. they had Valorant to work off. And then they've got like two more games coming out after that, right? They've got that fighting game that is in the works and uh, there's something else that they're working on. At that stage. So it's not like I don't yeah, know, just Legends of little-
1: Terror, the card game, they got the fighting game, they got yeah. the shooting game, and they got uh team fight tactics as well as League of Legends. Right. Yeah. Um and, and at this stage, like I don't know
0: what they've obviously going to be hiring some sort of firm um, to do all that, but the PR side at least, but
1: you've just basically don't give just a, killed the East Morris at this anymore. point. Yeah. Like they, they're not gonna hire a firm they'll just fucking they'll just let North America handle it they already do it for fucking uh, PR like if you want PR uh, you had to go through fucking North America like fuck it and right. and obviously it would be prioritized accordingly aka ignored uh, so yeah sure yeah. we'll just go to that Um, yeah honestly if you've got dreams of becoming a Valorant esports start either move countries or start learning to play counter-strike again because that game is is D-O-A. Dead in
0: in australia at least
1: they just fucking um, execute probably it. anything else they put out going forward yeah um i right. think fighting games will be fine fighting games are pretty used to they run themselves off hey yeah they run them they run
0: themselves yeah, th- exactly. there's enough
1: organizations I sure, can do that. I'm 100% certain there are uh like, you know, passionate enough people who could uh, like put together a like enough Valorant tournaments and stuff, but the way that Riot keeps everything to their chest hmm. like they don't really allow third party fucking organization uh, like tournament organizers to do things and stuff, so yeah. yeah. apparently I've heard Anecdotally, that they are a nightmare to work with outside of that anyway. So, yeah, good luck, Valorant. Good luck. And fuck right. Hmm. Fucking. all right. that
0: is the news. we got any questions? Um, I we think do. we did. Holy
1: fuck. Is that... Yeah, so I answer... I, Joby wrote, I will re-answer next week, Frisco. My answer is... I do think you should buy a VR headset for Star Wars, uh, with Star Wars squadrons in the mix. Um, but I think I already talked about that a little bit. Uh, I think it's fucking amazing. Um, Dr. E3 Money writes, Do you each have a seminal moment in video history? Video history? Video game history, I suppose, uh, that defines your love for the medium. By the way, this is in long. This in long. This is long. Love you guys. Ah, oh. uh, with the release of squadrons and it's heavy lean on the history of X wing tie fighter and the rest of that wonderful series. I've been recalling the day I discovered X wing. My family did not at this time have a PC and was some two years from getting one. I'd been earning my video game chops on friends, PCs, friends, consoles, dad's work, PCs. I remember when his office first got PCs playing games in CGA four color graphics. I'd broken my teeth. I'd, don't think you break your teeth. Uh, I've broken my teeth on time stolen on Commodore 64s and Amigas. I was already head over heels for video games. Had been Had been ever since my neighbors got an Atari 2600 one Christmas and the family went over to check it out, playing Asteroids Missile Command uh, for the first time when I was like six or seven. But I tell you what, nothing had got me as excited as the day my friend and I were out shopping at the Ripe Hall old age of 15 and stumbling across a purple box with x-wing on the front my mate matt and i all we ever did as kids was watch star wars movies and superman movies and play video games seeing this box with promises of star wars space combat multiple types of ship uh it was seemingly in 3d when we were still playing lakers versus celtics and the nba players uh, playoffs in cga graphics It had a picture of the motherfucking trench run on the back of the box. While we were having massive boners in the computer section, his dad comes over and buys it for my mate. Jizz alert. All right. Graphic. I spent months and months every time I was at my mate's house trying to see if we could sneak time on his dad's good computer, a 386, so we could play X-Wing. That game, two years later when Dark Force came out, were everything to me. Nothing before it had put, you're so realistically into the Star Wars universe. I'm so dead set fucking jealous that I don't get to play this in VR. Um, so, what is the video game that defines your love for the medium? Luke? I don't know. You go first. Me go first. Fucking I don't sport. know if there's a video game. If I had to pick one, uh, I do have similar memories, uh, but I don't think anything like solidified it for me quite like uh because i yeah I, I basically went through the same thing as true didn't really have access to my own uh computer for ages we did have a master system we had a commodore 64 with a broken tape driver we had to type in the fucking games from a book uh which uh utterly dissolves the mystery Cub- uh basic rather is pretty straightforward and how it works so you Fundamentally, understand how a game works if you've already typed in the code for it. Um, but uh, yeah, nothing really uh, solidified my love for the medium until uh, Deus Ex, because before that, I think I loved the I loved the escapism of video games, but I never really um, concept like conceived of the the promise. You know, like the yeah, you know, I guess uh it was like uh when I read comic books before uh I think I think it would have been Neil Gaiman's Sandman because before before Sandman I loved comic books because they told interesting stories and uh and they had good artwork and it was sort of like you know i could read without necessarily having to read and i got to appreciate the art and all that kind of stuff um and you know they were about exciting characters like batman and shit and then i got sandman and uh that one sort of uh illuminated me to the the promise of the medium itself It sort of uh, clarified the concept of the medium and allowed me to explore the the idea more. And that's what Deus Ex did for me as well. Um, instead of, you know, just playing in a space, now I was like, now the space sort of played back. And I think that's what made Deus Ex super special for me. And that's why I think if I had to pick one game, I would pick that one because it clarifies the concept of the medium of video game or it clarified the concept mm. of the medium of video games for me more than anything else. Uh I think Deus sex. Yeah. I don't I don't have a game. I think I think
0: Drew said like a moment. Yeah? And that's fine have a, a game. because um, I think I can't think of like one game that is like Yeah, I can't think of just one game. Um,
1: but I think like for, you, for like you a grew moment up with, you, you like yeah, based on up with my understanding my of life. your your yeah, based on my understanding of of your uh upbringing, you probably would have grown up like Drew's mate Matt, whose dad yeah. bought X-Wing.
0: <laughs> right, yeah exactly it wasn't like i was 15 and we got a playstation the house and i was like this is the one game i remember playing like crash bandicoot or something like all i can remember i've grown up with games my entire life and that's just how it is um yeah and so i don't have that like specific game or anything that sort of triggered that love for it um so i think for me it'd be like the moment like the for me getting to go to something like e3 for the first time yeah. Um. Like having played games for like twenty something years, and then getting to like read about that all this time, and then getting to go there. I think you might have been at the first one I went to as well. I was. I think it was yeah. twenty. I think that was my first. Eleven. One
2: well. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Getting to go to a place like that, and then just being like being in a room with Todd Howard talking about Skyrim, and yeah. like. That sort of thing is just something you just don't forget. <laughs> yeah. Like being in a crazy place like that. Like having um, written about... I hadn't I hadn't been writing about games for that long. It, it'd be a couple of years at that stage, three or four. Um, yeah. But yeah, getting to go across there and having enough contacts where I'd spend three days running around, literally back-to-back meetings, seeing stuff that nobody has access to. Um, you know, in the back of a room somewhere was just mind blowing to me. Uh, so I think yeah, something like that. I mean, we've we've talked about a lot of those types of moments on here. Fucking yeah. p- meeting like Gabe Newell and things like that. That is yeah. s- something. You have those moments going drinking with game developers and taking Suda Fifty One for shots and just bonkers
1: stuff like that. Oh, I know what it is, Luke. I know what it is. <laughs> you won a competition to play UFC 2 <laughs> early. It was. was it 2 or the first one? Was it 2, yeah, two or 1? I don't know. And and then uh, you got roped into the dumbest podcast of all time. Good. Yeah, it was your fault. Good answer. <laughs> or was it Jay's? <laughs> 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 all right. First of all, how dare you? Um. Good question, Drew. Uh, yeah, um, it's fun to, yeah, reminisce and yeah, squadrons definitely did that more for me than it did for Luke. It seems <laughs> uh, it reminded me uh, of of what I loved about video games. Anyway, um, fridge monster man writes: Hi, Joe. Hi, Luke. The thought occurs: Maybe we've been overthinking this spaghetti Skittles thing. Maybe it's Skittles. Mixed into a tin of SPC spaghetti. I'd be fucking I happy with about. that at this point. What is he I- talking about? What's he talking about? Get the fuck out of here. Also, ketchup and tomato sauce, are they the same thing or do they taste substantially different? Uh Luke, you would have to answer this one. Does your organic fucking greengrocer sell ketchup or tomato sauce? And are they different? They are different because Back in Australia, tomato
0: sauce is, like, something you put on your steak or, like... The meat pie. Did you just say steak, motherfucker? I was getting there. I was going to say steak, fries. Uh, Oh, you
1: fucking better have been.
0: (laughs) um, Yeah, yeah, or meat pie. (laughs) Sausage roll, right? That's tomato sauce, but here it's not. Tomato sauce is, like, literally fucking canned fresh tomato. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So it is ketchup here. Uh, I guess it is back home as well. You can buy certain brands that'll say ketchup on it. Ketchup. Um, so yes, ketchup, it is different depending ketchup, on where you are. Ketchup. 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 It is different
1: depending on where you are. Uh, like that scene where uh, Mr. Burns is like ketchup? Ketchup. Ketchup. That scene, honestly, I think it's played like he's he's losing his mind. But I'm on board. Actually, most mostly everything that Mr. Burns does in that fucking episode, I'm on board with. He's riding on a bus. He's like, I'm riding on a bus. That's what I do every time I ride on a bus. I go, I'm riding on a bus. I don't say it to anyone because I'm not a fucking psychopath. But, like, I do right. imagine that someone who heard me say it right, would go, hey, aren't you that guy everyone hates? And, yeah, I am. Um, Anyway. Good times. Uh, Dan Gaz writes, uh, Hi Luke and Jackson. Do you think that one day Jack and Daxter will go their separate ways and start their own Pokemon-esque game series? I'm thinking Jack Sword and Daxter Shield would sell like hotcakes. Let me know if you have any more ideas on how to capitalize on this untapped market. Forever yours, Dong-ass. Um... Yeah, no, this is a strong question. Uh love to love to get questions that uh take the Jack and Daxter series in specific directions. Uh Pokémon I think might be uh their best bet uh finding their way back into relevance. Oh yeah, I went there. Uh Sword and Shield though, like can't we go back? Can't it be like Jack Red and Daxter Blue because Sword and Shield can suck my dong. Uh I, I I just fuck those games. But red and blue, back when the game wasn't holding your hand every single little step along the way. I think uh I think it'd be better. Why don't mm. why aren't there more games that have aped the Pokemon concept? Why is it not a genre like how come we've got like seventeen battle royale games and only like one game has tried to rip yeah. off Pokemon? Temtem, yeah. What's the deal there? What's going on? I don't know. Answer me, Luke. That was a direct question. Oh, a d- I don't know.
0: Much, much like uh, Dan Gaz's question. Uh, I keep getting these questions about Jack and Daxter, and I've never played a Jack and Daxter game, so I'm <laughs> I just wing it. Um, I think they need a gritty reboot, a dark and this gritty reboot. It's Jak coming and out
1: on. Uh, on- PlayStation Five. That's Ratchet and Clank and Jack and and Daxter are the same thing. Same
0: thing. If you showed me a picture of those two games, I probably couldn't tell you what's what. I'd
1: be like Ratchet and Daxter, (laughs) Raxter, Raxter and Jank. Yeah, (laughs) this is my boys, Jank and Uh, Crackstuff. uh that's them. Excellent. Uh, good questions um, I do think that Skittles mixed into a tin SPC spaghetti would actually fulfill the terms of the bet Except, and, I don't think they do
0: SPC spaghetti
1: over here um, what? once Some... again organic food Job I would accept fucking like those fucking al- alpha fucking those alphabet ones or dinosaurs no they're disgusting, no, they're disgusting. You're worried about the flavor palette of the fucking sp- Skittle Spaghetti?
0: I'm not half-assing a Skittle Spaghetti. I'm doing you're like not, a proper.
1: You're not any assing the Skittle Spaghetti.
0: <laughs> I am. I'm. I'm. I'm trying to put together the best recipe to do this. Like I said, i are waiting the for the investigation of is the best favorite. recipe to come back. And once that's done, we'll get on board with it. Could be two weeks. Two weeks.
1: Two weeks. Unbelievable. Anyway, that's the show. All right. That is the show. Another fantastic <coughs> effort. Uh, no, idea, no idea how this one's going to sound because I uh, added RTX voice again. So oh, great. Uh, I'm sure it's, it's broken. I'm sure. Yeah. I did some <laughs> tests, but... Uh,
0: uh, did you yell into your microphone and then test it? I did. Because that's usually when you break it. That is usually when I break it. That is true. <laughs> alright uh, you can find us on iTunes, Android, Windows Store Spotify, YouTube, all those places you get your podcasts from uh, please rate and review the show helps other people find us uh, if you would like to send us questions you can email us thegapodcast at gmail.com or you can go to our discord page the slash discord leave a message like a bunch of those other fine listeners have done um, or you can jump into our uh, chat pages and talk about all sorts of interesting things I think there's been people complaining about uh, call Judy. On there recently, some squadrons typing and um, you can play games late at night.
1: Currently currently talking about Baldur's Gate.
0: Oh, I did not buy into this because I I heard some very rough things about it. I was going to pull the trigger and then, as you do, because this is what we do, Joe. We write about video games. I went and read some previews Hmm. and they were not glowing. So I saved myself some money at this stage.
1: Right. Like... Based on the uh yeah <laughs> it's just a weird fucking weird hmm. release like strategy to me yeah i don't know i haven't read what there's there's a lot of chatter about this i haven't gone through it because we've been doing a podcast but um yeah i don't know it, it seems weird to me yeah absolutely
0: uh, you can find us on social media, facebook.com slash the GAPodcast, twitter.com slash the podcast. You can go to our YouTube page, watch the podcast in video form, the slash YouTube. That one will take you right there. Uh, you can go to our website as well, the It's got links to all those things we just talked about, including past episodes of the show. You can go read uh, Job's Star Wars Squadrons VR feature. Mm-hmm. I'll have to look at that one. Um, not, not that I haven't looked at it. I mean, I have to look at the fucking tag, apparently. Um, I thought we had a feature tag in there, but I'll go fix that. Otherwise, you can go to um, yeah, go to that website, check out all those things, and that is all thanks to our Patreon members who support our show and the website. They keep things running. If you would like to do that, you can go to patreon.com slash the Ga Podcast to become a recurring member at the low price of a dollar a month. I think up to awesome eight. I can't remember. Um, eight. All right. Yeah, that's the one where you have to buy people beer. Uh, so thank you to yeah. everyone that does that.
1: I like how you <laughs> emphasise you, because you never have to do it, because nobody is in, like, in America hunting it's you down for fucking you. beer. And it's just yeah. me. Although, with the the world in the current state that it is, nobody can hunt me down either. So Although, if yep. you ever do come by a, a cash of brewing, uh, you may run into me. <laughs> I do spend... What have you done? Anyway. Um...
0: Uh, so yeah thank you everyone for those every month greatly appreciated yeah thanks so much yeah uh, you got anything you want to spruik out for this week you've been working on got some stuff uh, there, it
1: Like theoretically on Ozgamers my NBA 2K21 review uh, theoretically um, and yeah check out the GA podcast for yeah my write up on squadrons in VR and yeah you can look at my YouTube channel for some of that as well
0: yeah cool that's about it uh, about you, you can find me twitter.com slash luke laurie L A W R I E, and uh, i think that is it for this week we're back more podcasts next week uh don't know what we're talking about but i'm sure we've got a bunch of stuff because usually it's like a three-hour show around here um we'll definitely be back here see you then. bye